Keltec is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. Uh, today we're going to talk shot show. Get everybody's take on shot show this year. Have some fun with that. Um, Sounds good to me. Turn your your meal thing just went off. So. That was my message, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Turbo. I turned mine off. <laughs> I thought that was telling you you were late. Dude, never late. Yeah, he, he was too late for a meal. Dude, I got man titties and back titties, bro. I've never missed a meal. Screw ah, the back titties. <laughs> Asking you. There we go. Wait, hit, hit with the flicks. <laughs> you know that when thunders. people ask me for, are we already live? Are we recording? I'm going to go Recording has start started. Yes, because this is gold. <laughs> <laughs> This is good. Hell yeah, I got suspenders. I don't sell crack. I wasn't looking at suspenders. I was looking at that booty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just lost you guys. I barely read my ass. (laughs) So um, I know someone said something about man boobs. And when guys ask me for boob pictures, I usually will send the grossest man boobs that I can possibly find. Oh, no, no. Oh, I got to send you a picture then. I got one better. (laughs) Hang on. Send her the one you sent me, Genius. Those nipples. Anytime somebody asks me for a selfie, I always send this. <laughs> is that a bitter beer face chick? <laughs> uh, this is, I just type in like a uh, old lady crap woman and this is what comes up. Oh. So, Genius. Every time they're like, send me a selfie. I'm like, absolutely. Hang tight. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no. I love it. The worst man boobs ever. I saw that yesterday. What the <laughs> fuck? I've... He's got fair faucet Go fund me. This poor guy. That's funny. Paul already bailed. No, he's um, so what, what that. are their rules? Just so I know. There is. The I didn't do are, anything, and it it put me backstage. No <laughs> Nobody puts baby no backstage. Puts baby in the Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the thing. And it... Did we just become best friends? We did. Karate in the garage. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm not even going to explain the show. Y'all catch on just fine. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. Y'all catch on just fine. All right. All right. All right. Lead heads. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast, where the education never stops. 12 or 13 or 100 years of educating the, the uneducated here on the Talking Lead Podcast. And we appreciate you, Leadheads, tuning in this week. We've got a action-packed, fun-filled episode for you guys. Uh, coming off, as everyone knows and has been watching our social media, and thanks to the Flood Man, SHOT Show just happened. Everybody's favorite show in the whole entire world. Not. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've got some, some men, women that, had, that attended that. Boys, I was gonna say boys, but Evan's not a boy. He looks like a boy. You look like you're like like 18, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll take it. You even made me have to shave my beard because I felt so old when you were on. So I had to even shave my beard. Made me look a little younger. Trimmed down at least five years. So now I only look I only look 60. So. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of of age and and birthdays and things. One of our guests has a birthday today, so uh, Tracy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. Happy birthday. It's to your birthday. 24. 24, right? 
Yes. No, actually, 27. You're close. You're close. Let's get the the birthday formalities out of the way. Kid, I hear it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday birthday to you. There you go. You weren't expecting that one. There you go. Happy birthday, Tracy. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Dude, I'm on my phone because I'm working on my laptop at the same time, so I have to keep going up I here. I mean, that's you. that's the dedication I get from my guests. They're they're multitasking while they're doing the show, so that's okay. On their birthday. On their birthday. On my... so, yeah. We've got a limited time with Tracy, so I want to make sure that we we hear her uh, shot show uh, take and and all that. So. Let's get with the intros. I'm going to introduce our panel this episode. Uh, you know him, you love him, ladies and gentlemen. If it weren't for him, we wouldn't have had the SHOT Show coverage this year. He's the tracksuit sultan he, <laughs> who squats for no one. He's our social media quick con- content kid, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Utah, Evan Floodman. Welcome in, Evan. Thank you. Quite the introduction there, Lefty. That was beautiful. Did you like that? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I th- I Save that one. Lock it away. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and then our next guest, it wouldn't be a show without him. Uh, we, we did last uh, week's episode with him. We, we had a little cooking show ton. It, it was a fun yes, show. Yes, we did. We had recipes and tips and tricks from the pros. From from our buddy Ton and uh, Prentice join us for that whiskey river beef, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but he is the Indiana Jones of unclaimed storage unit treasure hunting, the culinary pit master. The reason for the explosion in my pants this week, ladies and gentlemen, Ton Jones. I'll remember that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would like that. She <laughs> liked that. And then, of course, no shot show recap show would be complete without this gentleman. He is your constitutional conscience. He is the pimp hand of America, the host of Student of the Gun, ladies and gentlemen, Professor Paul Markle. Welcome, man, Professor. Glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And before we go any further, thank you very much. When I got home from shot... There was an envelope waiting on my porch with my G.I. Joe, my official G.I. Joe magazine. There you go. You got a yes, Cobra, it, too, yes, didn't it, you? I got a Cobra one, too, but this one's yeah. in my uh, Lexington in Concord rifle from Spike's Tactical. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I've got a the couple, more you know. A couple back on the wall back there. So uh, we'll talk more about those magazines, uh, Leadheads, if you're interested in getting, getting those. Uh, we may possibly have those. And then new to the show, uh, it's the birthday girl. We just we just introduced her and, and her birthday. Uh, she is the cosplay chameleon. I've I've seen your pictures, your cosplay picture. You got a lot of different cosplay pictures there. Uh, she is the stop, drop, crash, and roll, blue crested, double holstered, triple tapping. Siren of stunts. She's the world's most dangerous roller skater. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tracy Guns. 
I can't get my mute off. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm all like, wait, what? Did you okay. like that? Did you yeah. Like that? Okay. Yeah, I liked that. That was really cool. I, I might have to hire you to do my intros from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and then also another newbie all the way from the East Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, don't hold that against her. She's fighting the good fight up there in New York. Not New York City. I thought you were in New York City. Nope, outside of New York City. Yeah, uh, I'm this, a police officer up there. This is the sergeant of get your ass in shape. Supplements take her to stay healthy. She is the Yellowstone redneck, <laughs> the four-wheeling, mud-slinging queen of cops in New York. Not New York City. Sergeant <laughs> Ashley Smith, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you being on. I wasn't sure if I should flash the camera right then in celebration of having you on, but I didn't. I everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a disco going Oops. on in your house anyway. Look at that. All those flashing lights. Yeah, it's awesome. On. So, yeah, I was going to say, so is she. Right? Look at you guys. It's a party. Yeah, it's been, like, there's a whole. Another wall over here that lights up. That's just. Awesome. I got a stripper pole over this way. That's just everyday living for you, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. She is in Vegas. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna ask. So you're you're in Vegas. You're in New York. Paul is in. Where are you at this today? Wyoming. Today I'm in Utah. In Utah. Evans in Utah. Tons in Texas, and I'm in Tennessee. So we we. Kind of got all the, the cool places yep. covered today. Digging it. Digging it. Whiskey River Beef. Farm to table with a twist. Come along with us on a quest towards achieving self-sufficiency in food production and fostering a robust local food source to promote good health. Stock up with premium Tennessee beef, unparalleled in flavor and tenderness. You can be confident that you're receiving beef with no added growth hormones or implants. Always pasture-raised, locally USDA processed, and shipped straight to your home. Whiskey River Beef is grass and whiskey mash fed and finished, and is at least 14 days dry-aged to enhance the tenderness and give you the most robust flavor imaginable. Go to WhiskeyRiverBeef.com today to order. Visit us on Instagram at WhiskeyRiverLife and on Facebook at WhiskeyRiverBeefLLC. Whiskey River Beef is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. So, ladies, uh, I was telling you before we started the show, we do this segment on the Talking Lead Podcast. Kind of a warm-up. Before we get to our main topic, we're going to talk about uh, SHOT Show, do a little recap, get everybody's take uh, on the SHOT Show. Uh, but we had this little segment that... Uh, we want to call out people for being idiots, and we want to honor heroes, people who have done amazing things in our community. Uh, and it's called the Talking Lead Jackwagon Train. And Arlie Ermey, the gunny, is in charge of that. So, gunny, bring that train in. Hey, Ross, Zipper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jackwagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, train is coming in hot this week. We've got some jack wagons that we want to take care of, and I guess that was I, epic. I'll <laughs> I'll start it off. 
just just so the ladies can kind of get a feel and if they want to jump in because they're unprepared for this i i get it you guys weren't expecting this uh but i think you'll catch on pretty quick so this has happened up in your neck of the woods ashley uh there were some new york police officers that got assaulted by some illegal aliens when there was like four or five of uh oh uh oh i hit the button there was like four or five of them that jumped a couple of cops and hurt them pretty bad, and then they hopped on a bus back to California. Apparently, they're holed up in California right now. So those those are definitely jack wagons. Yeah, don't you uh, love what our uh, our governor's doing? Nothing. I mean, well, no. we invited them. We single handedly were like, "Yeah, come here." And then when we were realizing that, that that was probably not the best idea, then they tried to shut it down and uh, too late. Sanctuary and they were actually busing state. them to our territory. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm not going to say like where, where my exact territory is, but they were busing them to our territory. And our local mayor was like, yeah, no, not happening. Uh, send them back. And so now this is where we're at. But you know what? This is what the world has asked for. So. Well, the world has not asked for this. <laughs> there are dumbasses, very few d- dumbasses. In our, in our country and in our uh, representation that represent us that that have brought it to this point. Now, I was going to ask you. Do they really you, represent us, Marty? Well, they <laughs> they do, but they don't. They, they are don't. There the to the news makes us. it sound like they do, but they, they absolutely don't. don't. Right, they do not. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, this exactly. is not the will of America or the majority of Americans. So uh, I was going to ask you, I'm sure that's not an isolated case or incident. Um, it's probably just one that that finally got some attention that, that it probably deserved. And um, in the area that you're at, which you don't have to say where you're at, uh, have you experienced a lot of uh, issues with the illegal immigrants, aliens? Uh, yeah, and we Invaders. don't have enough staff Um to, to handle it. Um, so like basically our policy is if we stop and there's no documentation, there's no nothing they have cause they don't have anything. And like, I, I love that they're saying like, we're bringing them in, we're giving them IDs, we're giving them, um, you know, certificates, like all this stuff, they have nothing. Okay. Because they didn't go the legal way. Right. So they're coming up here. We can't ID them. So we have to call border patrol and they come with like these little fingerprint readers. Well, there's not enough guys to come to do that every night. When you have a car with six people in it, it, there's just not enough staff for it. Um, but it's out of hand. It's like, we're, we're getting nothing but burglaries. We're getting nothing but stolen vehicles. Um, innocent people are getting robbed. It's just, it is, I wish I, like you guys see some of the videos, but I wish you truly could have boots to the ground to see how bad it has truly gotten. And the news will never cover it. Right. Because again, they're pushing their narrative, they're pushing their agenda and they don't want you to know that it's violence. They're trying to get that vote. And it's until somebody that's higher up, family gets affected by this we're never we're never going to see it uh, we're not going to see a change right now not never but we're not going to see a change right now i agree paul you want to chime in on that do you want me to chime in on that uh, that's why yes. i have you on yes. are you sure are you 100. absolutely sure hit us paul oh, right. yeah. number one we need to we need to take back the language they're not migrants they're not immigrants they're invaders the government is not inept it's criminal the D, the government in D.C. is acting in a criminal fashion. And it's the sooner we grasp a hold of that, the better off we'll be. Uh, 
it's interesting that these uh, that these invaders are attacking police officers in cities where the citizens are effectively disarmed, such as New York City uh, and California. Uh, I would think that the Texas people and the Tennessee people are not going to put up with that nonsense. And speaking of which, Tennessee and Texas, you know we're coming to see you very soon. Sweet. We're doing – Marty, are you coming to the class? I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, did you invite me? Yeah, I invited you. I told you, like – Two months ago that we were doing it. Uh, okay. Uh, when he is has it? some timers. Send me, send me when and, and where, and I will definitely make it. Camden, up. Tennessee, 16 and 17 at the tactical response range. February 16, 17? No, March. Oh, okay, March. March. And then we're departing Tennessee because uh, Ton, Marty, you guys should know that the that the sentence that James, James Yeager taught me this years ago, that the sentence uh, "Don't mess with Texas" it's only half. It's only half complete. It, the full sentence is "Don't mess with Texas, or Tennessee will kick your ass." <laughs> and so, yeah. we are going to Tennessee first. Then we're leaving there, and we're going to Texas. Now, Ton, I don't know where you are, but we're going to be in Mount Enterprise, which is close to Nacogdoches. Yeah, I'm just south of Fort Worth. Okay, so you're close. You're driving distance, yeah. brother. Oh yeah, anything oh. within six hours is driving distance here. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, out west, straight from the pain. Eastern Eastern people are like, man, it's an hour and a half drive. That's an awful long way. Dude, Western people are breakfast. like, that's just getting that's just getting started. It's just getting started. Well, there but, you go. Uh, so, yeah. Are you noticing anything in Texas there? I mean, Texas is huge, so I get it. But oh yeah, it's it's gotten real bad here, but. Uh, Especially when they do bailouts right by the border, they'll drive through the rancher's fence, and law enforcement is not allowed to cross the property line until they make contact with the property owner. So you see a lot of people painting purple fences because once you cross that purple line, you're allowed to shoot. And it's just cross the line. Go ahead. We'll turn you into meat jelly. I don't give a shit what color you are. You crossed my property line. Well, you know that guy last year, I think it was last year, year before last, you know, he smoked a couple of them and he got in real hot water over that. Is, is that still a thing? Cause you don't hear any more about that. Nope. Did he get, nope. They, it's gotten to the point where they've, they've gotten so ballsy that they will take a newborn and chuck it over the razor wire fence just so they can claim citizenship all of a sudden. That's their new thing. They find young kids and say that they're theirs, and they will chuck them over the fence, Dude. not caring about injuring them, just so the U.S. government will say, oh, real, now it's the child's real. on U.S. property. We need to bring their parents over to make sure it's okay. Off to the hospital. Can you do and, that in any other country on planet Earth? You just throw your kid over the fence, and then they say, oh, you're, you get to come in and Here's a phone. Here's here's a phone. Here's a credit card. Other countries don't let it get to that point to where they're that close. No, it's a it's crazy here. Imagine you like New York, California, and everybody's just getting a bus loads at a time. They all start here. They all start here. I mean, we have convoys heading to the border to protect our border because the U.S. government won't. And well, I'm going to do a show on this, guys. Tired of it. I've got a couple of uh, people that I know that are down there doing the border patrol uh, that have agreed to be on the show. So uh, we're going to do it real soon. We're going to have a, an episode, like uh, Officer Smith was saying there, boots on the ground, uh, first-hand accounts. We're going to we're going to do a full show on that. So that's coming up. Yeah, so mark that. We don't even go. We don't go 
to half the places. Like, go to the big city. Screw that. You're going to get your car stolen. You're going to get robbed. You're going to get mugged. And it's... We stay out in the country. No one comes to the small towns because they don't put up with the shit. But in the big cities... What about Nevada, Tracy? What are you seeing there? Not seeing anything, really. Um, I'll say this. Vegas doesn't put up with shit. Um, when all the riots and looting and all that shit happened um, in 2020, it didn't go down here because Vegas like stopped it out really quick. Yeah. So, you I mean, don't fuck with Clark County. <laughs> uh, we're not seeing. I mean, I, I definitely. It's bad for business. Here. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's bad for Vegas. Yeah, so. It's bad for I mean, we're, we're so tourist oriented, so it, I don't see it happening. You know, I don't know if there's just an increase in, in general crime, because I feel like there is, but that's everywhere. So, um, yeah, I'm not seeing like what you, what you see going on in California, where people are running into stores and 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 looting the stores to up to a thousand dollars. That's not happening here. That I actually mean, happened I here even... in my little town the other day. There was uh, it was made the big news. There was a a gang, and they came from out of town. It wasn't it wasn't local uh, people. Just this group of people from out of town came into a gap, and they just they just looted the gap and then headed to back to California or wherever they're from. The newest thing is um, they will go in massive groves and they will go to extremely rich neighborhoods and break into said neighborhood houses oh, wow. and like just 20 30 people at a time and will hold people at gunpoint and ransack their house ask for everything valuable and then they'll leave and there's no plates in the car it's a stolen car anyway so you're not going to trace it right they ditch it somewhere else and how the hell are you going to be able to identify 20 to 30 people you can't so you like, can people identify are asking corpses for, <clears throat> yeah you can if, if that's you the can case identify but corpses. it's one of those things that you know like mom single mom or mom's home husband's traveling and they haven't done the proper thing where they train someone at home to use a firearm and here she is she's trying to run from room to room to get her kids and they're just literally i couldn't agree more sir i couldn't agree more you, but, you don't need more than 10 rounds to protect yourself <laughs> he's being sarcastic yeah <laughs> No, you need a fifty-round mag, and I can't imagine just, that you guys in Utah. You're probably not seeing. You probably aren't having the the immigration problem illegally. Oh, the valley is. The valley. Yeah. Salt Lake City. In the valley. Lake, the, the Mormons gave up on Salt Lake City, and it's it's run by a, a flaming liberal communist. And uh, oh yeah, the the Salt Lake Salt Lake City itself it has is becoming a crime-ridden shithole. Yeah, absolutely. Which people are like, oh no, Utah, it's all Mormons and all those holy rollers and stuff. No, the, the California people started invading here a decade ago. And then they started moving tech companies here. And so, you know, they're like, oh, they opened them all up with open arms. Well, the tech companies were followed by the, the druggies and the and the freaking vagrants and the and the illegals. And uh, yeah, so Salt Lake City is experiencing a lot of crime and, and bullshit and you have to get away from it's like every other metropolitan area you have to get away from it uh, i hate going over there when i have to 
I, I, I go over there and I stay as for as short well, <laughs> as little as I can and then leave with, with my jack wagon. Yep. So what about anybody? Anybody else got any other jack wagons that you want to throw on the jack wagon train? I think we're all on board with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a good one. It has to do with the shit show. I mean, shot show. <laughs> we'll save We'll save that for last. <laughs> anybody else got one? Jack wagon. Somebody you want to call Oh, out? well, I want to talk about, you know, down, I was down in San Diego around Christmas time. Perfect. <laughs> and um, so a guy that I, um, I'm friends with is, was down on the border. He's a U.S. He's an air marshal. But remember, I don't know if you guys heard the news. They're all like, oh, we pulled all air marshals off flights. Mm -hmm. They put them down at the border to process the immigrants coming through the border. So he was down there for two months oh my gosh. Um, processing immigrants, handing them $2,000 a month to live on, a cell phone, and a bus ticket or a plane ticket anywhere. I'm like, what? Is what is going on right now? Like, are how do you work for a criminal regime like that? Look in the mirror. How do you work for a criminal regime like that and and manage to shave every day? How do you look in the mirror and know that you're doing wrong? And it's wrong. I mean, that's just it's just marshals? wrong. Well, because they got families yeah, I, to feed, you know. Because they, they got, got families to feed, and they, and they got pensions. And they got pensions yeah. that they need to collect. The and, they got to have. You know, that's that's right. And they know so that. You just keep just so you just keep on doing it. So the problem just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But it's up to us to try to do something about it. Is is get those jack wagons out of office, quit electing these dumbasses. And it starts at your local. <laughs> we didn't vote for any of them, it Marty. It starts at your local. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say you did, Marty? Are you trying to like uh, come clean? I'm not complaining. You want me to break your heart? No. I know. The I criminals in D.C. Right were not elected. Okay. You do not go. The history of the United States of America. When if you when you're a scumbag Democrat communist piece of human filth, going into a national election, you always moderate your tone. You always move to the center. You always do the. We love. We want to talk about education and health care, and the American people and. Blah, 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 blah. That's what you do, right? That's the formula. And then once you get elected, you forget about everything you said and you just start implementing your communist policies, right? You never go into a national election on gun control because it's suicide. It's always suicide. You never go into a national election literally allowing your country to be invaded. You don't attack if you're the sitting president and you want to get electoral votes, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's that? You I, don't attack. I got Paul fired up. I'm sorry. State. You don't attack the state of Texas going into a national election unless and you don't run and you don't push gun control going into a national election unless you know that the peasants' votes don't mean shit. That you don't need the peasants' votes. You've already printed them. You've already manufactured them. They're already on a hard drive. We need to wrap our brains around that reality, because you don't. Right, they are. They know that the vast majority of American households are gun-owning households. They know that. They've got the. They've got the stats. Hell, MSNBC, ABC, or whatever did a report. Over fifty-two percent. 
So but you know the Paul, majority the of Americans the thing, are Paul, gun owners. We all know this. We all know all of our listeners are smart, educated. All your listeners are smart, educated. You know, we're preaching to the choir. What what do we do about that? How do we stop that? How do we prevent that? You know, that's that's the key. If we know what's happening, then how do we stop it? What do we you what do we got to do? I I don't want I don't want your answer right now, but I know what you're going to say. So, <laughs> but we're going to move on from that. And again, that's going to be a whole nother when I when I do the border show, I'll get you on that one, and we'll we'll talk about that. This is going to be a fun show. We're, we're having fun with this show. So you started it, hippie. I did, and I just stopped it. <laughs> you started it with the and I just cut it off, and I just stopped it. So, um, any other jack wagons that we need to take care of? Anybody got jack wagons? Okay. Heroes. Let's talk about heroes. Oh, you don't want to talk about my jack wagons? Well, uh, let's do the heroes, and then we're going to do your jack wagon. Because that's going to lead into our main topic. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, heroes. I got a hero. All right. Flood. Yeah. yeah so, um, the hotel we were staying at, the Lexi, down in Vegas, uh, we had a, a bartender pretty much hosting the bar the entire time and during the party which um, a few of you attended the Hux party she was an absolute rock star her name was Kim or probably still is named Kim but uh, she is an absolute rock star and uh, just probably dealing with some name. of probably a fake name. or all of us being total jackasses um, fortunately a lot of us were tipping so I'm sure that helped out but yeah uh, she's my hero for that week total rock star so got to give it up to Kim <laughs> You didn't embarrass the brand at that uh, party, did you? He doesn't me, remember. Me? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't remember much. <laughs> well, then you did. You did us. You did us well then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wearing my tracksuit, so well, you got <laughs> I'm already searching for a onesie for you for next year. He looks Please so do. dapper. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look like a, a squatting slav in his tracksuit. I love that picture of us. Yeah, that's a good one. I took that. I yeah. took that. I honestly don't remember that picture being taken. <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, it's really nice being here. He's like, we met. I'm like, okay, well, you had a good time. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep. That was the night that we ended up in some random private suite upstairs with we sure did. Trump Jr. Yeah, sure did. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where we took the picture? Yeah, that's where that's where we took it. And that like little okay. you don't even remember getting up there? No, I remember getting I remember meeting Trump and yeah, Trump Jr. Okay. Yeah. Wait, he went upstairs? You went upstairs? <laughs> that's yeah. where the picture was taken. It Holy was upstairs. He doesn't Tracy, remember. Tracy, you don't even drink. <laughs> was it? Was that taken upstairs? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was downstairs. No, it was upstairs. Oh. Uh, now that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, your friend was uh works at Huxworks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she gone. Yeah, right. I didn't really yeah. leave. I'm back. That was me trying. <laughs> so, anyways, that was my hero, the bartender. She okay. killed it that night. Well, there you go. Put up with Maybe a lot of jackasses. I bet. I bet that was a fake name. But so, Kim, Kim, the bartender, you get a ride on Lead Force One. <laughs> Any other heroes? Yeah, they'll come at the end of my jack wagon though, because they all tie in together. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll just we'll release ton. So ton. <laughs> Do, do your jack wagons and your heroes. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wait. wait yeah. I've got a hero, and it's <laughs> it, it's a Leadhead Brigade nominated hero also, and it's Evan 
I got a couple of emails from our listeners and uh, messages on the grams thanking you for your coverage of SHOT Show this year. They said you did an excellent job, and uh, you are nice. continuing to do an excellent job with the uh, the post post that you are doing, post-SHOT Show post. Good to hear. Yeah, so... Does that mean I get a ride on Lead Force One? You get a ride on Lead Force One. Plus... Nice, first class. Corinthian leather seats. Yeah, first buddy. First class service. Dude, we'll I've get, never gotten we'll a ride. I always get the jack wagon yeah, well, train from left. Maybe next year, huh? <laughs> Can't win. He threw me on the jack wagon train, train I think, twice in the Wait. last couple episodes. You deserved it. You yeah, pretty much. Because we're bitching about the chips. They come in volume, bro. Dude. It's volume. Motherfuckers <laughs> putting pretzels in the goddamn trail mix. What the fuck is that about? All right, I got Seriously. it started. Dude. Hey, <laughs> so, so I'm going to make – who makes Doritos? They're my heroes. They came right. out with a new nacho. <laughs> they came out with a new a cheese flavor. It's not nacho cheese, but some kind of new cheddar cheese flavored Doritos. They're so good. And they come in a big giant bag ton. And it's is only it filled all the waiters or just filled a quarter of the way so they can fuck with my emotions. It's more than a third of the way. So Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a big bag. But yeah, so they're my heroes for coming out with a new flavored Dorito because I love Doritos. All right. Fill go. those bags up, sons of bitches. Oh, and I digress. <laughs> Shoot. You're up. All right. Shot Show and NSSF and all the people that they are now letting be considered media and influencers. I'm throwing all those motherfuckers on the fucking train. Okay. I had so many of these sons of bitches come over to the booth, hit me up wanting free product. I have 16 followers. I just started this channel. It's going to be big. Wait a second. So what, what booth was this? I was at Firebird. Firebird. Firebird oh. I meant to stop wearing. I meant to stop there and get a patch. See, I just wanted patches. I didn't ask anybody for free stuff, and I still came home with three, three new guns. (laughs) We now to be considered uh, media or influencers, you have to have pretty much a channel and at least a follower. And one. Yeah, pretty much. All you. Tracy, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Create a channel. (laughs) You got your number one. Supporter, right here. <laughs> you guys, and in full disclosure, I know who both of you are, and I have already checked all your stats. I was like, sweet. I told Lefty, I was like, finally, some legitimate influencers. Because I would get these people that come up I to me and like hit me up. I would like to take a step back and say that now you've offended me because I hate the word influencer, and you keep referring to Thank you. I hate it so Thank much. You. Thank you. So Thank now you. Now you've offended me. I said I'm not easily offended. You went You went there. But I also have to give you a shout out for actually taking the time to go through our pages and to see yes. that we actually were not just pretty faces that hold a gun and, and take naked photos. We're like, gun we're out bunnies. here like. We call them yes. gun bunnies so, and you are not gun that. bunnies. And I do I'll, not have gun bunnies on my show, so. I've been in the well, film and television industry. Gun, uh, you know what? I will say this. I don't get called gun bunny like I used to. I used to get called gun bunny all the time. You're not. Which is crazy because back then when I was called gun bunny all the time, I was training with some of the top instructors across the country, like all the time. Yeah. Like I haven't trained as much, but ammo prices are a bitch. <laughs> Seriously. So, you know. But, uh, um, yeah, no, I mean, I actually train and shoot and build yeah. guns. And 
I can't. Lego, Lego guns. Tracy, it's called operating. You operate. You know how to operate. Motherfucker. So does Ashley. Ashley knows how to operate, too. Hey, you started you it, Ton. Go. Hey, hey. With as much as your mouth is running, you should I, be skinny. I think. Get back in the gym. I think they uh, <laughs> want to put you on the jack wagon train is what I'm hearing. But go well, ahead. No, this is it. Because when I've been in the film and television industry for many years, back then it was called your personality. Then all of a sudden the social media has hit and now you're an influencer. Okay, cool. Whatever title you your want talent. to call me. Yeah. Talent. So my biggest bitch is these people, because I went through both social, your social medias, I actually knew who you were, and I was like, okay, cool, they're legit. But we would get these people coming over to, and this goes back years, to whatever company I'm working with, you should give me some product and uh, some money, and I'll do a shout-out. Oh, it's going to be the best thing. It's going to blow your company up. And you get these owners of these companies that are just throwing product and money at these people. It got to the point now where someone walks up and wants product or money, I hit go to the Instagram, hit their followers, and go through the top 20 people. How many out of that top 20 are bots? And I'm like, you motherfuckers are buying likes, buying followers, and trying to sell yourself through fake. There's no ROI on you. I've told them. And I'm just happy to hear that you do that because most companies don't. They look at the numbers and they look at the, they just automatically mm. assume that's real. Exactly. And, and I'm like, look at their comments. I'm all, so right. they're all, they're commenting back. I said, that's because they want to show engagement. So they have one green number on that list. And I went to this guy's page, 3.2 million followers. Holy shit. Yeah. I clicked on his followers on his phone. Went to the top, it says posts, followers, people he's following, subscribers, spam. Right there, it says spam. It said 2.8 million spam. Wait, what do you, what do you mean it says spam? It'll oh, yeah, how do I do this? I'm going to be checking other pages out. Right. I always, I, that's the first thing I do is like, I go immediately to views because obviously, like, I got shadow banned going to Shot Show. So you won't see a ton You're of right. gun content on my page because. They and and the weirdest part is I sit on the meta board. So like when they, they when they release things, they'll call me. I sit on because they want like an opinion on things, and I give it to them straight up. Like this is absolute shit. Don't do this. Switch to this. So my page isn't always shadow banned, but like I'll ask them, like, dude, I'm a cop. Like you guys hate us, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Like we, anytime you do hashtag shot show, anytime you show a gun, anytime you do anything, you get shadow banned. I've been shadow banned all week. And I still have more views than certain people that have like millions of followers. And I'm like, uh-uh, exactly. something ain't right. Exactly. I am so happy that you do that. Thank you very and much. I call people out and I told Lefty when I got back, I said, man, overnight I ended up with almost 8,000 new followers because I called a couple people out and I'm like, <clears throat> what they do is they get pissed off at you and they go on these websites for five bucks and buy you a shit ton of followers just to screw up your analytics. To get you shut down. It'll get you shut down if they buy yeah. too many. We must and, uh, we must have done something right, Evan, because we lost followers. So, <laughs> so I, I, I go like this uh, constantly, oh, yeah. constantly, I, and I, I, I just don't watch it. I don't I don't care. So I just like if it happens, it happens. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I went either. through both your profiles. And I was like, holy shit, solid. And I told him, I said, about fucking time. There's a real personality that is behind the page. 
because I go through these and I get hit up all these times and you see these so-called influencers walking around. You want to call anybody out, Ton? Anybody specific you want to call? You want to name names? Dude, you don't want me to start that fire. <laughs> Dude, because there's some snaggletooth bush pig that I'm fucking done with. Do it! I want to know who is doing it. Don't be a bitch. Don't get your. Tell us off air. Tell us off air. (laughs) I'll tell you off air because I've called her out and pissed her the fuck off. But I'm like, going back in the day, I got shut down in 2015 with 3.5 million followers on my first YouTube. I was one of the first people to get flushed. And I worked for Discovery Channel. I worked in film and television, hosted TV shows. They shut me down for gun content that had been on since one of the original hunts I went on. It'd been on there for a couple of years. So people were reporting it. Yeah. I've had three Instagrams, not shadow banned, completely shut down. And I'm like, okay, cool. And these were all in the couple hundred thousand. And anytime something goes on with Instagram or YouTube, they attack people, but if they're letting influencers, so-called influencers, pay the money, they won't shut them down. If you're buying followers and putting money back into their accounts, they won't shut you down. But if you don't play by their rules and you get up there, they cut you off. So NSSF, SHOT Show, Meta. So I've been having this conversation it. with Scarlett because she had no idea. She, had, she was working so hard after her account got shut down to grow it back up again, and she was like, she was like, like putting so much heart and effort into it and so stoked when she built it back up and she was comparing herself with all these accounts. I'm all like, who should I, who should I show you? Who can I show you that it's all fake, that they're buying followers, they're buying likes? Because here's the thing, you can buy likes, you can buy follows, you can buy plays, you can buy comments, you can buy all this different stuff. Most people don't buy all of them. They'll buy two of them or three of them, but they don't buy all four or five of them. So there is always a gap where you can find that they are cheating the system. Yes. And it's getting really bad now because some of the artist management groups out there are doing it for their influencers. They will actually go on and set you up. They're all, oh, we're going to take so much of a cut, but we're going to make sure that at the end of the year, you're going to have this many followers. And they're just buying them, and they're like, "Oh, we're legit." No, no, just to, just don't mention what we do to get you these followers. We'll get more pe- more companies sending you product, and and the, what it does is it screws it up for the people that are really out there busting their ass, yeah. and it pisses me off. I swear to God, I had this exact conversation with Scarlett two nights ago. Dude. Two nights ago, this exact conversation, and it sucks. That I so, walked around Shot Show, I didn't try and get anything. Any any deals I did and accomplished there were because people knew me. They knew what I do. They knew what I'm capable of. Anything that happened, that was that was why I got stuff. Organic. I, yeah. It had nothing to do with. I didn't walk up and try and ask it. I literally this year didn't try and get anything other than patches. I was on a patch mission, Dude, so I came home with a ton of patches. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't, I mean, it's like Instagram is shadow banning me. You know, I'm just like dealing with all these different things. And now I'm competing with all these people that are buying fake likes and follows. So if someone wants to work with me, 
I feel like they want to work with me because they've seen what I've done in this industry for so long. Yes. That's why they want to work with me. And because just, they know that I've done something for a long time and I'm not running around asking for this yeah. and that. Now, Ashley, you're in a kind of a different industry. You're in the fitness uh, industry there. Um, uh, and I'm sure you're not as shadow banned like, like the firearms, but you said when, anytime you do anything relate gun related, then you get, you get shadow banned. I mean, I've been shadow banned since day one, but, uh, in the fitness industry, um, what kind of obstacles as far as, uh, I guess the social media platforms go, do you run into? Uh, so mine Wait, is let me more... say this. Let me say this. Yeah. Fitness industry is probably a hundred times worse with the fake followers and likes and all oh, that yeah. stuff than the gun industry. Yeah. So to basically to piggyback off what Tracy said, um, a lot of companies uh, will ask you for your analytics, which is great. Um, and a lot of them will not ask for screenshots anymore. They're asking for actual screen recordings. And the reason why they're doing that is because as soon as you scroll down and screen record and start to go into all your settings, it will show what's bot, what's spam. And so you can't hide it anymore. Where back in the day, you could just screenshot, go to a screen that would skip that warning, screenshot it, or like the, the X in the corner, screenshot it and send it to them. And they're like, oh my God, this is so great. And then when they're repping everything and there's no sales, there's no one going to their page. Well, yeah, because it's a, it's a computer. They're not going to go follow another page from another page. Um, but so for the fitness community, mine is a very delicate situation and you're probably, I'm not trying to be like, like a dick or cocky. You're probably never going to find a page like mine because I have haters that hit me from all sides. So I have haters that hit me from cops. I have haters that hit me from fitness. I have haters that hit me just because they, they don't like my voice. Um, but they, I also have a very unique brand of haters that hate me because I have the uniform and I also do bodybuilding. So they like, are you sexualizing the uniform? Well, no, I complete, I I completely separate. So when I get haters for the fitness aspect, it's because usually, um, some jealous wife at home, her husband follows me and she gets pissed and she reports me. And then she has all her little bitties, the little, little, little hens that cackle together and, and talk shit, uh, come to my page and flood it and then report it. And then I'll get a, a page taken or a post taken down, or I'll get a warning like, Hey, you can't post that. And I'm like, I am in a bikini. Like, why is that so offensive to people that I'm dressed like this when you go to a beach or if you don't wear a bikini on a beach, lose some weight. I don't know what to tell you. That's not my problem. Go to a fucking gym, go on a diet. That's not my problem. Or, you know, maybe hook up with your husband a little bit more and he won't follow my page anymore. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is not my problem. This is your problem. Um, and don't be jealous and report my shit. Like uh, we have porn stars on here that, that cover their pasties with like a dime and they're basically butt ass naked and their page isn't getting reported, but mine does. So I get a little bit frustrated with it. I try to do like maybe two police posts a month. Cause again, Instagram, even though I'm on their better board, will shut me, will, will shadow ban me. I try not to do a ton of gun, gun content, but at the same time, my page is also reaching up. Like I used to have, I was up to 450,000, like two and a half years ago. And remember when Instagram did that huge purge Yeah. and it basically like unfollowed people. Like it, my family members, it automatically unfollowed them from me. So the rumor was, and obviously Meta can't tell me, but the rumor was any page that um, did not interact with your page a ton or any page that did interact with your page like a shit ton, like every day that had notifications on, they unfollowed it. 
to try to like organically start your page over. Like it's either a bot or it's not a bot kind of thing. Um, so like I would get people like what, like my friends that would like, I'm like, why aren't you following me anymore? Like what the fuck happened? Like, did we get to a fight? I don't remember. And they were like, no, I don't even know I unfollowed you. And then the same thing, people would be like, Hey, why did you unfollow me? I'm like, I didn't unfollow you. Um, so I just try to be very delicate. Um, and sometimes I think like I have a backup fitness page. I started like, maybe I'll keep that private and like start pushing like more like, like the sexier fitness content over there and then like start gun content here and then just not really care because my page is already big enough. Um, but it's a struggle and it's a struggle to try to figure out what the algorithm is because it changes every month. And it does. If you guys don't know that every single, it, no, it's, it's on a timer yeah. every single month. Um, the algorithm changes. Well, let me Instagram. Is it worth, is it worth chasing the algorithm? Is it, is it worth No. It? So that's why I just came up with my own. That's why I only do two please posts a month. Uh, the rest is fitness. I do funny content. Um, like, like the, even the tomboy thing, like I'm surrounded by all the, these beautiful girls at shot show and here I am in, in jeans and shit kicker boots. Like that's just who I am. So like, I like to do like the comedy aspect of it and the, the wheeling aspect. And I try to grab different groups at different times and like keep them hanging on by constantly changing my content. It isn't the same every day. They're not looking for that uniform pick every day. They're not looking for, um, you know, my ass and, and, and titties every day. Um, it's like something different, like maybe it'll be today, but maybe it'll be next week. So I just kind of try to keep it. Um, but just so you guys are aware, if you also didn't know this, um, Instagram and Facebook monitor your messages. They monitor your likes. They monitor your comments. So if you go to a page that's constantly shadow banned and you like all their content or you comment on their content or you send that post in a DM to somebody else, and Instagram has that flagged, you will be shadow banned. So I don't like any political content. I don't send any political content. Uh, I don't like any political content. I don't comment on it because if you are not on their political side, which you so, guys know what I mean, so they playing, will shadow ban you. You're playing their game. I'm trying you're my best. They're doing exact. They're doing exact. No, you're, you're doing, you're doing exactly, exactly what, they what they want you to do. You're yeah. self-censoring. You're self-censoring. Yep. And then that's what they want you to do. Hey Leadheads, White Settle with Seal One. Just here to talk to you and tell you a little bit about our product. Seal One CLP Plus is a bio-based, non-toxic product. It comes in a paste, liquid, aerosol, and pre-saturated bore-specific patches called Seal Skins. They all do the same thing, just different methods of application. The best way to use our product is to start with a clean firearm. And there's two reasons why I say that. First, you start with the Seal One CLP Plus by field stripping your firearm and covering the entire firearm inside and out, bore, barrel, everything with the Seal One CLP Plus. You'll see how easy it spreads around. You'll want to wait about 15 to 20 minutes, then you come back and you want to wipe it all off. So you see how easy it is to put on and remove. And the second reason we say to use a clean firearm is you'll find that it's not clean. We're gonna pull out more carbon that's been left behind with whatever product you've been using before. Okay, it takes about three cleanings, so I like to say a clean shoot, clean shoot, clean shoot, just normal usage before the Seal One CLP Plus has removed whatever product that you were using before and has seasoned the firearm. It's kind of like breaking in a cast iron skillet. And after that first cleaning, you will notice a difference. And with each successive cleaning, you will find that it gets easier and easier to clean. Seal One CLP Plus is a dry lubricant and is designed to work as such you will find that malfunctions are virtually eliminated when used properly because the majority of all malfunctions are caused to carbon buildup 
And with the Seal 1 CLP Plus, the carbon does not build up. Seal 1 CLP Plus is safe on all metals, plastics, composites, polymers, rubber, wood, and leather. Seal 1 CLP Plus is a one and done formulation. No other products are required or needed to clean and lubricate and protect your firearm. That's why we say Seal 1 and done. Seal One is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. Use the code Leadhead for a 25% off discount. But here's the thing, they're, you don't have programming to like it. To self-censor. You don't have to like it for the content to get out there. That's Correct. what I try to people. It's, it's fly underneath the radar. Yep. If it is the quickest way to get Speaking from back in the day, the quickest way to get caught by the cops is stand out in front of everybody and scream the loudest. I let the people, other people do that and fly below the radar and you never yeah. get caught. And whisper in their ear like, yeah, keep yeah. going. You're beat a badass. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's what I'm doing. Like, But I, I would love to get like obviously more into the to the gun world and post it and not give a shit. And I feel like I kind of I'm at a, at a point in my page now where I could do that if I wanted to. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had the luxury of being shadow banned. They just delete my accounts. I'm glad that that has not happened to me. It did almost come close once. Three times. So, oh. Ton, you said you had a hero in all this too. What's your yes? Name? And then we're gonna we're gonna jump the shot show because I know Tracy's got a big old birthday party to go to. Woo-hoo. Yes, my not shout a out. Party, I wish. I'm actually sitting here as I'm listening and talking to you guys. I'm working. I shot a um, MMA weigh-ins today. Shot like photographed. And I've got to get the photos up to them as soon as possible. So. Which uh, which fight's coming up? Which one's this for? Um, it's tough enough. It's an amateur pro-am fight here in Vegas. It's kind of like the minor leagues for the UFC. Oh, nice. I love MMA. And uh, uh, you know how you said M&M, then A? Because he likes M&Ms. MMA. You said that. That's what you heard because. All right, big boy, go. Hero. Heroes go out to Ashley and Tracy because I went through your accounts and you guys are legit. And I thank you for not being a scandalous asshole. You guys thank are you. awesome. What about me? I and Paul? appreciate you. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that as I, well. I didn't go through Paul's stuff because he he can just shoot me. And Paul screams America. Yeah, America. America. He's legit. That flood munitions guy, I don't know. He's a little bit pasty and opaque. You can see through him. He hasn't seen sunlight or vitamin D in like 40 years. He's quiet, but he's wild. I saw him firsthand. <laughs> he's a sneaky wild. John, may I speak? Go for it, brother. Uh, I, I knew that I, – I, I, I'd like to dovetail on what you said. I knew something was up the uh, Tuesday morning in the press room. I've been going to shot for well over 20 years now, and – there were more people piled into the press room getting the, the free continental breakfast and coffee than I've ever seen in there. It was, and I thought, I, I used to know, I mean, when I started going to this, like I said, uh, I started going to the show when I was writing for print media. Uh, and I would walk into the press room and probably 75% of the people in the press room, I knew, I knew personally, I knew their, who they were. I knew their names. Uh, it's the exact opposite now. I, I might be lucky to know not even 10% of the people that are in the press room. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. And I know that NSSF, you know, 
when when I got my application this year, you know, the would you like your media badge, your media credentials, and had all the stuff. And uh, the reason that we're in the, in the position we're at, and and I don't think there's any going back to it, is because everybody who used to go to a shot show with press credentials was vetted. Yeah, they were vetted by by editors, by publishers. You know, when when I started going. They contacted, they said, who's your publisher? And at the time, there might have been six, maybe seven editors that were editing most of the gun magazines in the United States. Yeah. So it was pretty easy to make a phone call or, or and say, hey, is this guy legit? And they're like, oh, yeah, he writes for us. He does a column, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, or, or television shows. You know, I, I don't know if you know that Student of the Gun was a TV show on oh, cable. Yeah. And anyway, so that was a vetting process, you know, in order to get a television show and to get on a television show, you have to be on with a network and the network has a preview. Now there's no vetting process. Vetting process is I own an iPhone. That's yeah. the vetting process. Uh, I purchased an iPhone X, XII or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and I went on the app and I, and now I have an app and now I have an Instagram channel. Uh, and I knew, I knew it was coming several years ago. Uh, several, like, like I, I was standing and waiting to talk to a marketing person at a booth and the guy in front of me, uh, he's like, yeah, I have a YouTube channel and, and I need to, you to send me uh proper director. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. This was 27 years for me. And this was the year that I probably got hit up the most and I grabbed I said, hey, can I see your phone? Let me see your Instagram. And they'd hand me their phone out. It hit the the followers, and I'd scroll through. I said, bro, quit buying your followers. Or, hey, lady, quit buying your followers and hand it back to them. I said, you're burnt. You're trash in my book. There's no ROI, and you're trying to scam me. So our first interaction is a scam. How do you think it's going to go the rest of our business relationship? So get the fuck out of here. And everybody's like, that person has this many followers. I said, no, they're 90% fake. They're top 20 Either followers. That, is fake. Or they're, four, or they're 14-year-old Japanese kids. Oh, you know, they're kids in Indonesia oh, or, oh or the Philippines or Japan. It, it, it's like, so that's, you know, if you're a firearms company Andrew, and someone's like, oh, look at all these fans. Uh, Andrew at uh, Century was telling me about one of those 14-year-old Asian dudes that came up and was complaining about their guns. <laughs> And yeah. he, he basically dismissed him uh, r r roughly. But There used to be this um, web app, and it was around for about six months. I don't remember what it was called, but I used it all the time Four. because you could plug in anyone's Instagram account, and it would tell you the percentage of real followers it believed they had. It would also tell you how many of their followers spoke English and what other languages they actually spoke or what, what countries they were from. And Instagram shut that down. Yep, they bought them and shut it down. They bought it. They bought it and destroyed it. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how they make their money is people buying this stuff. And I'm sure Instagram's right. part well, of Because they can, they can sell more it. ads because they have more people on the app, but they don't. What the advertisers don't realize is all those people aren't real. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. Look Instagram at, doesn't care if there are fake followers. They pretend to care, but they really don't care. Instagram. So, look at what happened when, when Musk bought t Twitter. 
and he, he told them they had to report the bot percentage and they're like, Oh, whoa, 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 we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. We're not going to talk well, about that. Let's do that. this. Let's get into shot show and right, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know who your hero was ton, but you lost your oh, window. You, of you, you weren't listening to me. Oh, okay. Ashley, Ashley and, Tracy. and Tracy. There we go. That's right. Cause they're real. They're for real. <laughs> they're legit. They're legit chicks. Right. <laughs> I sincerely love that you check that because I always feel like no one, no one looks into that stuff. I don't think they yeah. know how. I, went, I don't think I went to one of the top five gun companies and called them out for giving a guy who had clearly had fake followers, giving him guns. And I said, I don't know if you guys realize this. And I showed them. They still, in spite of me showing them, they still continue to do it. Yes. Well, they don't want to be proved wrong. Yeah. Oh. And that's, that, that type of thing is upsetting Like for someone like me, who I am a police officer. I do carry guns. I know how to shoot guns. And they might not give me a chance because I have a smaller page than these bigger accounts with someone that probably doesn't know how to shoot. You don't They're buying their followers. Like, you don't have a small page, so you don't, you got to worry right. about. <laughs> no, your page is badass. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Both of you, I went through your pages. I was like, God damn, look at that. Actual interaction. Did everyone here go to Range Day? Hell I didn't know no. I couldn't make it. You didn't make it to Range Day? No. Tracy didn't make it to Range Day? Paul, you didn't go to Range Day? Dude, I'd rather slam my hand in a car door than do that. To go to Range Day. Okay. Thank you. That's how I feel about the whole show, but anyway. So no, I Range love Day, Range is, Day is, but is it was it's an pouring rain. Yeah, <laughs> shitty weather. Sweater. It was rainy and it was cold, and you stand out there and you oh. stand in line for 20 minutes to shoot five rounds through the new so, XYZ. So Evan, pointless. Went. so Evan went. So Evan, let's get yep. your take. Let's start on day one, Range Day, and get your take of, of uh, Range Day. Uh, hang on a second. Okay. Range Day wasn't day one. I know. Which, it wasn't. I threw an Sunday event on Sunday, one. and Saturday I threw a range day myself. Okay. Well, I did not know. Invite. Was that part of Was that part of SHOT Show? <laughs> I mean, essentially, the, the content creators, not, not OnlyFans, content creators <laughs> in the gun industry. Uh, by the way, <laughs> content creator is what I started calling myself instead of influencer. And then... COVID happened, and the OnlyFans models took over the word content creator. Yes. I'm very bitter about it because when I say content creator, people automatically think, oh, you must have OnlyFans. Well, OnlyFans, they should have a U instead of an O in there. Yeah. <laughs> Back when I – okay, let's put this this bad. Back when I actually started getting monetized on MySpace, yes. Yeah. Uh, one oh, of the very first, God. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you you were considered talent. You were talent control and an entertainer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I call so, myself an independent contractor. I'm media. If anyone asks what I am, I'm an independent contractor. I'm here to work with you in different aspects. I can run your page. I can create content for you. I can do reviews for you. That's what I'm here for. So that's I always say. I don't say influencer. I. No offense, I just fucking hate it. So you don't have to say no offense in this crowd. Yeah. Influence no, I just bullshit. hate it. We all hate that bullshit. Term. Independent yeah. contractor. So um, Paul and I identify as media. I would I would think you identify as media, right? 
I'm a writer, media producer, editor, yeah, author, media, author, father. Sometimes you're a dick, but that's beside the point. So Sunday, I guess apparently Sunday kicked it off. So I was at the range on Sunday? Sunday, zeroing guns. What happened on Sunday, Tracy? Well, Saturday, a lot of the content creators for my Sunday event came in, and we headed out to the desert. And uh, like BJ Baldwin brought all of his staccatos out there, and everybody had a blast shooting all his staccatos. I brought all my fun guns um, for reset triggers, whatever. And um, yeah, we just had a blast. Originally, we were going to try and run through some training courses of fire with BJ, but it just kind of didn't go that way. And everybody just started shooting whatever. So that was fun. And then Sunday, um, I threw an event called, um, this is my fourth year doing it, called The Gift of Gun. And I bring in content creators from all over the industry. And I will tell you, going back to everything we've been talking about, it took me a long time to go through a lot of accounts and really pick out the people that I invited because of the fake followers and the fake engagement and all that stuff. So um, I had to pick out people that had real stuff. Um, I had to pick out people that were willing to come to Vegas a day early and come to my event. But essentially I got all sponsored. Uh, Everybody came in and uh, built a gun. Uh, built a yeah. eight inch AR nine pistol with an MP five lower. So I got <laughs> everything sponsored for that, you know, with the assistance of new frontier armory, they helped me a lot on, um, stuff that I didn't get myself. It made it a lot easier to throw this event. Like I said, I've, I've done the event three other times and every time it was different, I did more of a gifting suite. So all the sponsors were on, on, on deck, all the influencers were on deck. It was like a mini expo or mini shot show, but just so that the content creators could meet in person and shake hands with 40 or 50 different um, Where did you have uh, this? Sponsors. Um, this year's, every year before has been at uh, range 702 so that we could use the ranges. And I would get all the, um, all the gift bags would have enough stuff that people could go home and build a gun cool. in addition to whatever other stuff they got too. But they could go home and pretty much build a gun from everything that they had gotten. Uh, this year, I didn't want to have that many people. I didn't want to deal with that much stuff. So I um, decided to do a build class because we're also trying to do build classes. I work with New Frontier Armory. So in the future, we're trying to do build classes there. So it was kind of like a so a good test run. ARs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so people can come in and build ARs. Um, and so for this class, I actually um, helped anodize the lower, the upper, the handguard, and the um, gearhead works uh, tailhook. And it took us to do 15 sets. It took two full days for people to, to do all the anodizing. So... I told myself, I'm all, oh my God, what did I get myself into? But it came out so cool and everybody loved it so much. I would do it every year again and again. I would put I would put in four or five days of my time yeah. just to get it done so it wasn't taken from the employee's time. 
that's how that's how cool it was and how it came out. So um, everybody came in on Sunday uh, in two stages. And we had like real avid sponsored, you know, a bunch of vices. And then we had um, New Frontier Armory sponsored the lower, the upper, the BCG, the um, spring, the buffer. And uh, I think that's everything they sponsor. So and we had all different kinds of sponsors that come in on Did you post pictures and, up on your Instagrams of your class? What'd you say? Did you post pictures up on Instagram of your build class? Um, I posted some stuff. Uh, there's more stuff on Gift of Gun Instagram, Gift which, Gun. by the way, I kept posting flyers for the event. And Instagram kept dinging me for doing that when there was no pictures of guns. There was no sales of guns. There was nothing illegal. It was me throwing an event, and that was getting knocked by Instagram. So we actually had to have someone from that works for Facebook come in and flag that as a friends and family account. How do you get in touch with them to do that? I mean, I'm surprised you. Well, I didn't have that contact. The owner of New Frontier Armory had a friend that works there. So oh, wow. that's not something that's common. It's not easy to get to. You just have to have that friend. Jared, Jared has a person he can call at Facebook to yell at and tell them that they're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Gear, guns, gears, and gadgets. I have pretty much quit Facebook. Oh, you're gadgets. Jared. Your lefty is Jared. No, my Jared. What Jared? Paul's son. Jared, his son. My son and COO of the my business partner. Oh, okay. I got myself confused there. Sorry. You knew another Jared, right? Is that what it is? So that's awesome. Then you've been doing that for the past four years. You're going to continue to do that. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to maybe do something at NRA. I kind of have talked to a couple sponsors already and they're on board. So, um, that'll be fun. it's, it, it, it's definitely a lot of work. And I will say that that all that extra work definitely affected my entire shot show. But I I'll tell Ashley you more about that when we get to that. One, don't we, Ashley? But overall, it was it was great. We had um, Jesse Ray's barbecue sponsored the lunch, and that is my favorite barbecue in so town. Good. That was awesome. So good. I'm so. Have you had barbecue. it? Yes. Oh, I used so to good. live in Vegas for nine years. Oh, it's so good. Miss that place. Anything else happened Saturday, Sunday that we're aware of? Please. So, um, please. Who? Sunday uh, was the uh, the Beretta uh, event. Beretta had an event at the Pro Gun Club, oh. and a- as you know, Beretta is like many other companies. They it's not just Beretta. It's Tika. It's Sako. It's they they yeah, their partners with Steiner and Burris now. Uh, Norma ammunition and so forth. So they they rented out basically the entire pro gun club and they set up multiple stations so the people could shoot shotguns, pistols, rifles. Um, it was an all day event and it was fantastic. Uh, there was, I believe that there were 200 media personnel that uh, that showed up and arrived for that. Uh, I don't know how many influencers there were, but the good news about that was I recognized a lot of people. A lot of people who are legitimate media producers and writers and television hosts and radio hosts and so on and so forth. Nice. Uh, 
we got Jared. Jared was given he was given a, uh, a sporting clay shotgun ex, ex, exhibition, and it was kind of cute because the cute I say cute. cute. Uh, the, I'm sure the, he appreciates of, that. The, the, the one of the Beretta pro shooters. We were up on the line and uh, we were doing the the sporting clays and uh, he he Jared's really good at shooting clays and shotguns and stuff. He's been doing it for a long time and the and the the Beretta Pro guy came over and he's like, he was, he handed him one of the over-unders and every time Jerry would eject, he had two shells and he was loading for him. He's like, just keep shooting, just keep shooting, just keep shooting. So we, we probably between he and I, we probably went through three to 400 shotgun shells just during that event, got in lots of reps. And then we shot the pistols and the rifles as well. But it was, it was a really good event. Um, all parties involved. And it was for me. It was way more valuable than a media day because we could their, actually talk to people. Their first year doing it? No, it's the second. Uh, it was the second year doing it, and and they've already booked for next year. I talked to the pro gun people because we did a training class the weekend after Shot Show. And NSSF's uh, not trying to shut that down. So actually, um. They used to do, um, I forget what it was called, but it was called the Try and Buy on that and, Sunday and Monday. Alliance used to do it in NSSF. Yes, down. that was it. Antares Alliance. Yeah. That was Casey. Yeah. And he must have, like, like I know COVID shut him down, obviously. And then he's so busy with Hyperion now that I, was, I think. I that heard that NSSF was part of why they don't do it anymore either. They were always trying to get him shut down. Oh, possibly. Well, a, a lot of companies have been doing their own independent events for a long time. Smith and Wesson, uh, when they were when they started the media day at the range out in the desert, Smith and Wesson started doing their own event. They started doing a standalone, their own standalone event. You know, the weekend before shot, you can't, you almost can't get into any of the Vegas ranges because somebody has booked them already. You know, that's the biggest weekend of the year, so. If it's an indoor range, if it's an outdoor range, if it's whatever, somebody's already booked it. I don't know about SIG this year. Last year, SIG didn't have a booth, but they sponsored an, a, an independent, standalone SIG invitation-only event. Uh, I don't think they – John, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think – or Flood. I don't think they did it this year. No, they didn't do it this year. Yeah. I, I, was SIG even there this year at all? No. There was, uh, yeah. they had some people that walked the show, but yeah, but no. they didn't have a booth. They they have a booth. I think their event's going to come up later in the year. Yeah. So, any other events? I, uh, I went Before, to the range and just helped the Huxworth boys zero all their guns in because apparently, yeah, they just, so you just make suppressed because they don't know the zero guns. Media day, whatever they call it these days. And this was your first one that you've ever been to. And unfortunately, you had shitty weather, but uh, it's, it's always shitty bad. weather. It's, shitty weather. it's always shitty weather. It's always windy and cold, and sometimes than, rainy. Shittier than usual because it was it was rainy. It was wet. Um, yeah, so it really wasn't that bad. Talk about your experience. Uh yeah. I mean, as a newbie, I I spent a lot of the time at the Huxworks booth, uh, just kind of helping those guys out where I could. Walked around, met up with um, uh, Marco as well as uh, Bilbo. And I really didn't want to stand in line at all the booths. It was more or less kind of like walking around with the uh, 
the people that I knew kind of met up with them, showed me some of the booths. Um, I really just wanted to shoot some of the full autos, but the lines were uh, way too long. So I didn't bother with those. Uh, the best part was standing in line for like two hours for a cheeseburger. That was great. Uh, Loved that part of it. <laughs> um, no, but I did get a shoot truck? like they the, uh, like nine food trucks or something, nine or 10 food. Trucks. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, well aware. um what let's see uh, the oracle arms i got to shoot their 2311 that was really cool uh shot hollow suns thermals um what was it sons of liberty they came out with a new six max uh shot that that seems like an interesting cartridge that they're trying to push um and then i went by the pws booth hung out with those people for a minute yeah what was that? I said Paul's just shaking his head at the six max. What's your, oh, what's yeah. Your take God, I never heard of it. We there do not need it. another freaking six millimeter rifle cartridge. Yeah. Just let it mellow for a few years. Fucking second bad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody's got the next best thing, you know? No, they don't. That's the thing <laughs> is you buy a gun chambered in that, and two years later they discontinue it. Ask all the 224 Valkyrie owners how happy yeah. they are. 220 Swift? <laughs> what about yeah, the 22, what was the ARC that they were released? 22 ARC? The ARC has yeah, legs. Because yeah. yes. Hornady's behind it. The ARC has legs. The PRC has legs. The 8.62? Um, Is Hornady making 8.6 or not? I don't remember. I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Keep going, Flood. Yeah, but go, Flood, go. Um, I mean, really, that was kind of it. Like, uh, I, I really, honestly, spent a lot of time at the Hux booth, just trying to hang out under the tarp, under the tent with them, um, and just kind of helping them out because they are the ones who put me up down there and drove me down. So, more or less, just uh, shooting their that Gen 12 they had with the uh, new 12 gauge uh, suppressor that they made. Um, so I was kind of, uh, enamored with that. Spent a lot of time there. Um, I mean, I kind of walking around just shooting the shit with a few people and most people were just complaining about the weather the whole time. Every booth I stopped by, they're like, yeah, great weather. I did hang out with uh, the Caltech boys for a minute, shot the news, sub 2k gen three. That was pretty cool. Uh, had the uh, RSO yell at a few or watched them yell at a few people because they would like rotate the barrel and they close it and the barrel would be facing back. And RSO would come huddling over, <laughs> yelling, "Hey, you can't do that!" So that was always fun watching that. So how do you how do you fold that gun without making? Do you turn the gun around? How do you do, or turn it sideways or? Yeah, when I what do you have to? Sorry, do my your... dog is going crazy over here. She's knocking shit over. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I, when I folded it, I was on the range, but I folded it like sideways, and then I pointed the barrel downward uh, so that the RSO didn't get mad at me because I wanted to test it out. Um, I was curious. My main question was like, was there when they when you hinged it, did you have to manually rotate the the forearm so that your you know you didn't crack your optic? But yeah, it's just a manual. I thought it maybe it was like a actual hinge in there that did it, but no, that's cool, cool idea. Um, I shot. Some of the HK guns, but yeah. I mean, yeah. there's nothing that blew my mind. And the, and the things, oh, never mind, I take that back. Uh, flux, flux defense, 
and antimatter. So those guys came up with the scope switch. You guys remember seeing that? We have like the sliding, you know, you kind of do that that motion on your forehand. Uh, <laughs> shake weight. So, yeah, the shake weight. Uh, so they came up with an electronic one. It's a bit heavy, a bit overpriced, but it's really cool. And I like innovation God in industry. Why do we need that? Innovation is good, man. Why not? Why, why can't people innovate, right? So I think it's cool that they're doing charge- it. Ten thousand dollars for something that you could do with your hand, hey, you know? Why not? The market hey, that's will. The, that's the market will dictate if it's popular or not. So no, I, answer, I think it's really cool. Answer Tracy's question. Eight six blackout. Uh, Q designed that. Kevin. Yeah, but is going to be making the round. It doesn't look like it at this point. Um, nope. Looks like oh. Gorilla Ammo has some. Gorilla. Yeah. Um, yep, that's the one who was making it. I forgot. Gorilla. Okay. I got some 308 by Gorilla. It's pretty good. I haven't I haven't had any issues with. I like. I like no, they make good. They make good stuff. They make good ammo. Yeah. Gorilla Ammo. All right. So there's. There's range day. So it pretty much sucked as usual. Hey, so last year when I went, you know those remember those uh electronic bicycle thingies they had? Those were fun. Dude. I love those things, even though there's a weight limit and I exceed it. <laughs> okay, it's still fun. <laughs> Nothing fat funnier than a fat guy on a Segway or electric bike. Dude, that's just comedy. Those are so there's nothing fun like that out there, nothing unique, different, uh, outside the firearms kind of deal. No. no. I didn't see anything like that. Okay. There's a couple like propane fire pits. People are huddled around. That's about it. <laughs> and yet, I'm not allowed to go. Yeah. We're, we no, cannot take any exploding. Hey, keep it up, Turbo. <laughs> cannot take any exploding targets to range day. Oh, really? In the desert. In the middle of the desert. Right. In Nevada. While it's raining. With 100 mile an hour winds. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Now, can we get to Tuesday? Does anything else happen that we should talk about between? Dude, I went around and Tuesday. ate food and I went, food porn. I went on Monday to the Staccato Second Range Day. So Staccato is part owner of Prairie Fire, which is a took over um, front site. Yeah. Out in Peru. Yeah. So they threw a range day out there, but they knew it was going to rain. So they set up the range 702. So they paid for everything and just all the staff was standing around. So I was over there. They're all like, you want to shoot? And I'm all, yeah, why not? And I was there with like BJ and Gun Foo Fighter and um, Scarlet and McDojo Life. So I had McDojo Life come out. And I'm not sure if you guys know who that is, but he throws, he has that page, half a million followers, and he calls out um, fakes, phonies, and frauds in MMA and in firearms. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> this page is great. But um, yeah, we went and shot at, at um, the range 702. And then it was cool because Scarlett's friends with um, the CEO of Staccato. So we got to sit there and chat with him for a while too. Nice. Was What's it, his Instagram? Nate. That's, that's going to be great shit. I love that stuff. 
was uh oh oh you mean mcdojo life yeah, yeah there it is yeah m-c-d-o-j-o life was, uh, was jim Irwin uh, at the staccato event the kraken is he still with staccato i don't know who that is jim Irwin. you don't know jim Irwin. the kraken you don't know jim Irwin? So, the people from Staccato were out at Prairie Fire. They showed up around 6 p.m., but we were there for a second and then left at that point. We had already been there a while. Yeah. So, have they got that range up and going now? Everything's everything's operational? Cool. Yeah, I remember they were talking about it last year. I had Lanny uh, on. She was talking about it. Very good. So, Ashley, you're kind of quiet. So let's get Ashley's. Is this your first show you've been to, or, or have you been to others? No, this would be um, – we started going uh, six years ago. This is my third one. I took a, a little break, a little hiatus. I got you. I got you. So how uh, how does this one compare to your previous shot shows? Um. Well, so the first one was obviously um, – I was at a booth for the first one, which I will never do ever again. Um, um, and there's no, no offense to being at a booth, but it's just, that's not, that's not me. That's not my personality. It was cool to like meet people that like wanted, we could, the only thing that's good about being at a booth is like you have a solid location where people can find you. Um, but that's not me. Um, I'm like a squirrel and I probably have like undiagnosed ADHD and I have to be moving and, and, and talking to people and all that good stuff. So that's why it's perfect with Tracy because like we literally like go, go, go. Now it's hard because her and I keep getting like stopped and people want to talk to us and like take pictures and all that good stuff. Um, but her and I are at the same time, we keep each other in track. We're like, all right, five minutes here. Let's move. Let's move on to it. Um, but so first year at a booth, second year, um, it was fun. I was with a whole different group of people, um, like with vet TV. So it was like wild with that. Um, but this year was my absolute favorite and my absolute, um, best shot show because I got to see all my friends that I haven't seen in a couple of years, but I got to hang out with my girls, uh, the entire time. Um, and we just all stuck together. We walked around, um, and like our bonds were, were amazing. It was so good to see everyone that I haven't seen in a while. Um, I got to see old business people that I, that I work with. I got to make new connections, um, make new friends. And um, it's something that like I'm, and I almost didn't go because my work has been absolutely insane lately. Um, and I was just like, I don't know if I'm able to swing this. Uh, and then last minute I was like, okay, I, I already booked the flight like two months ago. I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to leave my work behind. I'm going to enjoy my time and go out. And I'm so, so glad I did um, because it's awesome. Like Tracy's been there day one. So every year we hang out, we get closer and it's, it's cool. We were talking about it, like one of the last days. It's really cool for us to um, like, I'm 36. I'm not young. I'm not this, like you guys call them gun bunnies. I'm not this young, this young girl that that's out here, you know, to try to get into this world. Like I'm in this world because I'm law enforcement. Um, but we still have our core group of ladies and some of us are older and it's the same group that we've older. been with since day one. <laughs> and it's nice to like be still with that same group. You're um, a young pup. What are you talking about? 36. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to ask. Like, I'm not, I'm not this like young little girl. 36. <laughs> I'm not this young little girl, like you, you know, like, like that we, we hung maid. out with some young. So it's like, it's, it's just, it's cool to not see. <sighs> I haven't seen a ton of new, very young girls. Um, 
that are trying to like infiltrate. Like it's just still our like core group. So it's just nice. Um, and I, I had a blast and I made a lot more connections with businesses than I expected, which is great because again, I'm super organic. I just talk to people if they want to work together. Great. Um, but I'm not going to be that person that's like, Oh my God, please give me free shit. Like I don't, I don't need to do that. So, um, yeah. But it was a blast. It was fun. We went to a bunch of industry parties. Uh, Tracy and I don't drink, so it's good to sit back and uh, and watch everyone be absolutely wild. Um, and yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. No, we have a lot of stories. I say that because I'm sitting here with a red Solo cup. There's ice in that cup. Everybody's thinking that I'm like an alcoholic. Yeah. There's ice in that cup, I guarantee it. Is there not? There's well, ice in this her. cup, too. <laughs> but no I, it I, is I, funny because people will literally like the like i got back and uh they were like oh my god you and tracy are like a riot like that was so much fun we got so fucking hammered on wednesday and i was like yeah you got hammered but tracy i didn't have a sip of alcohol so i don't know what you're talking about but we remember everything that your bitches did so uh you want to talk about <laughs> oh, it or do you not want to yeah. know <laughs> there you go but it was a great time i best shot show thus far good so it sounds like you were there for you're there for the people which a lot of people uh, do that for. Did you did you happen to go by any of the gun booths? And was there anything that you saw, uh, maybe that that just caught your attention out of, um, out of all the things? So you looked at? I was going. Um, I'm getting two ARs built this year. Uh, one of my buddies, who is a Pennsylvania State uh, Trooper, he works at the academy full time. Um, he's building me two rifles. I'm not going to describe 100% what they are. Cause they're going to be a surprise. And they're like my babies right now. Um, so he gave me a list and he was like, go, go to these booths, check out their optics, you know, check out. Um, I will tell you, they're both going to be, uh, through Daniel defense. Um, so he's like, go there, check it out, feel, you know, like different grips, like, um, go to different accessories. Definitely. Um, like the flashlights, all the sites and stuff like that, go to all these booths and check them out and see what you think and tell me what you like. So we can build us exactly how you want to, because we're going to actually completely piece it together. Um, and guess who else is building you one? Oh wait, over here. <laughs> this girl. We're actually doing a really say, funny collab and I'm not sure how this is going to turn out, <laughs> but we're doing a hilarious collab together. Um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, Tracy and I, uh, but yeah, so just walking around, um, trying to figure that out, like uh, checking out Aimpoint, checking out EOTech, um, and just trying to, uh, on, just trying to figure out what I like, what I want, and I'm actually not going to build the rifles identical, because um, the whole point is to be able to compare and contrast, right? So I can do some videos on it and share with everyone like what it looks like, what it feels like, all that good stuff. So my first one will be very specific with things that I saw the up and coming and what I want. And then the next rifle will be completely opposite and I will go with different brands so I can try to like test those out and see, you know, kind of what I like. Um, but uh, I was also checking out the safes, um, the uniform companies, um, the, the tactical, um, competition clothing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm all about clothes. Um, again, like I told you guys, I'm like a tomboy. So like give me that t-shirt and rugged pants with some boots. Like I'm, I'm all about that. So, um, that was what my main priority was uh, when it came to the actual shot show itself. But I am totally for the people, um, and it was going back to visit people and see everyone and just hang out and have a good time. Um, you hustle during the day at shot show, but then after that is when you have fun and you get to run into people um, and just spend time with them. Because again, most times we only see each other once a year, so mm. you have to get you have to pack a lot into that you know those six days. Yeah. 
Is the is the person building it from Daniel Defense or is it? Nope. Um, okay. He's just. Uh, that's fine. I know some his, people there. He, I was going to see if, if it was uh, one of the guys I knew. Well, that's cool. Uh, no, but we should link up after because I don't know anyone there and I've been trying to. They're the oh. one company that I was like trying to be like, hey, like this is what my ideas are. Like if they're, if you can even help me and guide me, like what you think for yeah. females, like, you know, because again, Yes, I'm a police officer, but do I know handguns or rifles inside and out? No, and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and be like, yeah, I absolutely do. I don't. I'll be the first person. So part of this is also education for me to learn as much as I can. Um, But I try to reach out to them and... I'm just a little peon, so uh, they're like, "Bitch, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know who you're about. We're we're not going to talk to you." I'm like, "All right, thanks. I'll see myself out." (laughs) What are you issued at your department? What do you guys use, pistol, rifle wise, shotgun wise? Um, so we transferred all of our shotguns are now less lethals. So we do not even carry what? actual shotguns anymore. You are nope. shitting me. All less lethals. New York State, bro. New York State. You uh, can't so even right. have a rubber band gun without getting it into the city. And, well, and the worst part Did is... Did they too, see what just happened in Israel? I'm just not sure. Did they see that? <laughs> oh, you, you understand that this is New York. <laughs> So what, what still, kind of I'm pistol do you carry? Uh, so we have Glocks. What kind? We have the brand new 19s. Oh. Um, the brand, the ones that just came out. We have uh, Hollow Sun. Um, 10 round magazines. <laughs> no, we have the fulls. 17s. Good God. Why? You shouldn't be allowed. Why? The people can't have them. You can't we are exempt. Them. That's the only good thing Why about New exempt? York State is the cops are exempt. We are definition of tyranny when there's two sets right? of rules. Well, that's why it surprises there's... me that they went to non-lethal on the shotguns. Uh, yep, but... all all of them got transferred over. So, what about yeah. your rifles? Uh six. Okay, that makes sense. So that's uh, and we have, um, I'm sorry, what do we have? We have EOTEX on our Glocks and we have um, Hollow Suns on our ARs. Really, you run in Hollow yep. Suns, nice. Right. Yep. What about uh, as far as the uh, mace and the handcuffs and all that. What company are you using? Is that ASP? You're using their yes. batons. I've got yep. a I got a great in with them too. If you need one, um, I'm an instructor for them, and I actually they just reach out. They want me to become okay. an actual master instructor through them. Yeah. Um, Speaking of handcuffs. Speaking of handcuffs, is, are you going to use those on your birthday tonight? <laughs> Woo! No, if you do, send us a video. Handcuffs last week. Oh my god! I forgot about this already. Wait. Wait, you guys, I mean, she does have to actually, actually tell. And I wasn't with her. She was on her way to pick me up. I'm like, I wish I was with you. Are you can't I could have been up, like, yeah, I'm, I'm videoing this whole thing. You can't bring up the handcuff story and not tell us. So come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Girl got arrested. <laughs> Attention, business owners. Are you ready to take your marketing game to the next level? Look no further than Black Tie Digital Marketing, the firearm-friendly, full-service agency that delivers results. We've worked with industry giants like Keltec, Spikes Tactical, and Armalite, and we even designed the kick-ass new logo at Talkin' Lead. At Black Tie, we blend creativity and data-driven strategies to ensure your message hits the mark every time. From high-end custom websites, graphic design, to inbound marketing campaigns, and everything in between, we've got you covered. Your success is our priority. Join the ranks of the industry's top players and give your business the boost it deserves. Experience the power of Black Tie today. Visit blacktiedigital.com or call 1-800-316-8030 to schedule your free consultation. That's Black Tie Digital Marketing, where firepower meets marketing power. Black Tie Digital Marketing is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade.
I did not get arrested. <laughs> is that, I mean, temporary custody. The, truth, the fact that I ended up in handcuffs over this is a shame. It really truthfully is a shame. But, I mean, I wasn't stressed out. I didn't make a big deal of it. They were super cool, even though they put me in handcuffs. They were super cool, and they let me go. So, I mean, whatever. It, what was the misunderstanding it was about it? What'd you say? I said, what was the misunderstanding about? Um, so I was on my way to pick up our friend Travis. And um, he was at the uh, Circus Circus. And um, in front of Circus Circus, there's two lights almost on top of each other. One turns into the front of Circus Circus, <laughs> and then one turns in the side road of Circus Circus. And I forgot which one to turn on. So I started to turn in that the first one and I was all, oh shit. So I went to swerve out. And as I'm swerving, I'm checking my over, you know, over my shoulder. And there there's a cop in my fucking blind spot. Sorry, potty mouth. And um, so I swerve back. They keep going. I come over and then I get into the next turn lane, right? Well, I guess they went up and turned around because um i had a headlight out but then now i'm swerving too so they're like oh this person must be intoxicated or something but we all know i don't drink so no big deal pause, uh, they pause, pause, me. pause. because remember what y'all need to know is tracy drives that vehicle like she fucking stole it <laughs> <laughs> this, this girl will do great in new york city because she is like in and out, bobbing and weaving and making turns and like all, all this stuff. So she has a headlight out. She swerves. She drives it like she stole it. And she swerves into almost into a cop. So now continue. <laughs> <laughs> Straight under the bus you go. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's great. She just drives awesome. Well, now, mind you, I'm picking up Travis and then we're going to pick up Ashley. And then I took us to the wrong hotel. So if I had... Planned it out right. Ashley would have been with me when I got pulled over and handcuffed. And it would have been hilarious. It would have been hilarious. I wish, I, I wish. With my phone the entire time. Like this. Right. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And, okay, so so I get pulled over. So I pull in exactly where Travis is. He's 50 feet away, but I don't realize this, right? <laughs> They come up and I'm looking through my stuff for my ID. Now, mind you, I had just left the Venetian and to get out of the Venetian free, you have to use your ID as a local, right? So I had tucked it somewhere else. So I'm looking for my ID, can't find it. And um, he comes up to the window, you know, behind the, the column, you know, he's back behind the column, comes up to the window, and then he asked me if I have any weapons in the car. And I said, yes, I am a concealed carry holder. So at that point, he tells me to stop looking for my ID. He said, can you step out of the car? And I said, yes, no problem. I'm not arguing with him. Obviously, he's concerned about the fact that I have a concealed carry firearm on me. So he, he pulls me out and he goes, hey, I just need to um, put you in handcuffs because... Uh, I guess, remember, uh, I guess there was a Thai cop that got killed last year here in Vegas. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yep. And so these guys were really young and they were being 
overly cautious and has me lean up on the front of the cop car, puts me in handcuffs. Travis is watching the whole thing and not fucking recording it. Uh, fired. And I go, Travis, why, why why wouldn't you record that? He's all, well, I didn't want, you know, to offend you or blah, blah, blah. I was all, you could record it and then you could have deleted it or whatever if I had an issue with it. And he's all like, oh, well, I didn't know. Anyways, so... They run my ID, they see my concealed carry, they, they, you know, they unload my gun. And I mean, somewhere in there, I feel like they did some things that they probably shouldn't have, to tell you the truth. But whatever, I wasn't making a big deal of it. I didn't care. Like they were actually really, really nice and friendly. They were just like being cautious. And um, I wasn't concerned because I didn't do anything wrong. I was not worried about anything. And um, so Travis is watching this whole thing, not recording it. Can't, I'm very disappointed because I would have liked to have put that on social media. That, that would have been hilarious. viral, yeah. Right. And um, after they check everything, they're all like, hey, you know, we pulled you over and they explain the reason why. And I was all like, I get it. I totally get it. And they're all, they, they said, you know, after we leave, you can, um, you know, because they put it in my trunk, you can take it out of the trunk and you can reload it and so on and so forth. But they end up talking to us for another 15 minutes standing there. And she's like texting, where are you guys at? And I'm all like, uh, handcuffs. I'll tell you about it in a second. And um, and I I don't think it's anything cop related. Yeah, I'm just she like has okay, no idea. whatever and, you're into. No, I support this it. is the funny part. We're okay. I'm first off dressed super sexy. I've got like this bodysuit on with like a zip down front. You know, it stands out. So these guys pull up <laughs> in a beat up like Toyota Rav Four or something. And the one in the passenger seat is cupping his hand away from me like this. But I could see that it's a badge. And it's like a narcotics team pulled over to see if they needed help with a chick with blue hair handcuffed on the front of the fucking cop car. Because my titties are halfway out. So Officer Ashley Smith analyze this uh this traffic stop for us <laughs> well, how many um, of her rights were violated during this traffic stop? uh well i mean i don't know like our law is uh is a little bit different we're obviously way more strict um than that so i don't know how the laws work out there but um i mean if they took her out just to just to make sure i mean she said that she was coming from shot show too um i guess one of the cops too went over to travis and was like, hey, you're standing out here. Are you with her? Or she pointed to him and, and, and he was like, yeah, I'm with her. And they were like, are you carrying too? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, stay there. So like they were all about it. Like I get it. Like whatever. Um, they're nervous. I mean, Tracy said that they looked pretty new too. So, um, you know, I can't I can't hate on them for if that's what they do out there. And if but they got nervous. With, I mean, I don't understand that part of it. Of what? Uh, when they handcuffed her, that seemed like a, va a major um, violation right there. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't have any idea what their state laws. I'll tell you, like, whenever someone has like a pistol permit for us, by the time we get out of our car to go up to a stop, nine hundred and one has already told us it's an automatic flag on your license if you have a pistol permit. So walking up, they'll say, "Hey, it's called signal forty-four. And so we're like, "All right, the first thing that we do when we get up there is, "Hey, I stopped you for this reason. Um, I see that you have a pistol permit. Do you have the weapon on you right now? Yes or no? Yes, I do. Okay, do me a favor. Just put your hands on the wheel." Don't move your hands. Don't freak out. Don't panic. No big deal. It's not a big deal. Where is the weapon located at this time? And then they'll tell us and we'll just say, hey, listen, um, you do have a valid pistol permit, so that's fine. Uh, Don't touch the gun. Don't go near it. Keep it in its exact spot. Keep your hands on the wheel at all times. And then usually like if another officer will hear signal 44, they're already starting just in case. Um, But we won't rip anybody out for anything like that. Um, But again, I don't I don't know that there's state laws out there. So. Because what we um, know is people who go through the process to to get state permission slips are the threat. They are the they're the biggest threat. <laughs> Again, Paul's sarcasm ringing, I know. ringing true there. So, you know what's awesome about being where I am right now is I didn't have to ask anyone for permission to do anything. Right. I don't remember the last time I've been in Vegas and pulled over where they didn't ask me first parole or probation. <laughs> really? And, oh God, I get it all the time. Oh wait, so uh, do you have like a flag? Do you have an indicator on your license then? Nope. No, he has it all out, over his they, body. Look at his body. <laughs> it's his yeah. face. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's, all, it's all in the face. Do you think you went to prison? Oh yeah, I get asked. Sure or his head. decrepit finger. Hey, sure I'm head. a hand model. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, no, absolutely not. That's why we love you. Jeez, you, did, would you beat it like you owe you money? Is that why it's all cramped like that? Well, got taken off by an alligator. Oh, that'll they, do they, it. Where do you live, Florida? I'm in Texas. And then oh. this one, I blew out the tendon and just never got it fixed. Damn. It's like you're throwing up gang signs right now. I know. That's that's probably why they keep pulling me yeah. over. Probation or parole. I get it. His wife <laughs> insisted that he keep it that way. I can tell. <laughs> that a girl. Love or hate finger, you pick. <laughs> All right, back to back to the shot show and are we still talking about the shot show? Well, I, I mean, that was kind of where we were. I told you we go off the rails. We were on the show. Tuesday. We're 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 one forty two thirty six into this. I called Ashley and she did not believe me about getting arrested. No, yeah. she's like, I, I just got put in cuffs and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever freaky shit you're into. Congratulations. Where the fuck are you? I'm starving. I'm going to eat this drywall at this point. She's like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Travis is in the background. Like, no, she's serious. And I'm like, well, what the fuck happened? Why didn't you call me? And she's like, I kind of couldn't have. I was like, well, what the fuck? I wish I was with you. And I go, and then the first thing I said was Travis, did you record it? And he's like, no, I'm like, damn it. Fired. fired. He's fired. So fired. fired. Right? Fired. What the Dude, hell? Why didn't you not record I remember my first time with a camera. Hard handcuffs. <laughs> but he, I mean, that's a good friend. That's a solid good friend. He wasn't even going to tell me. I mean, that's a good friend. Yeah. That and then the whole time, so Travis is like this big old white dude with dreadlocks that come down longer than my hair. Uh, beard, like he's just an avid hunter. Like his business literally is hunting iguanas that's what he does he takes people on guided paid for yeah, hunts. the dirty hippie yeah fucking he's a, the coolest dude i've ever like top 10 coolest dudes i've ever met my whole life like How so much fun i'm so glad he was here all week to hunt. um but he was like this whole time he like i invited him to come so he's like ashley the whole time i'm thinking 
what the fuck friends do you have? Why is she getting pulled over? I know Tracy, but like, I didn't know she was into crazy shit. Why is she getting arrested? What are you doing? Does she have drugs in the car? Is she illegal? She's suspended. Like, does she have a warrant? And I'm like, that's what's all oh, going Lord. through your mind? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So then the fact that he wasn't even going to tell me, like, that's a good friend. It's a very good friend. Dude, I want to give him so much shit for not recording. I know, right? Oh, he was. Dude. He was bummed. He, he loses at least two dreads for this. Do we need to bring the jack wagon train back and throw him on the jack wagon? Yeah. No, on- no, no. <laughs> the dirty hippie is on the train. Dude, he's such a cool dude. He is awesome. He actually, he, he texted me just a little bit ago to wish me happy birthday. Yeah, he's a great, great dude. Yeah, we had a great time with him. Mm-hmm. Well, let's and then we this. got dragged up to Trump Suite that night. Dragged up? I'm, I'm sure you didn't want to go, did you? I was good for the about whole 10 minutes. Time and we then were I was up like, there, we were like, because we couldn't bring Travis with us. We're like, should we go? Should we leave? Should we go? We, we were texting him. Like, yeah, I was texting him the whole time, sending him videos and stuff. Like, I didn't want him to leave. So we ended up, I, one of Trump's guys was such a dick to me. I was all like, cool, I'm out. Well, that's not good. I mean, his staff was stressed out because they didn't expect it to be so packed. Like, I, I talked to some of the guys. I talked to them after, like, we left, like, when we all got back home. And they were just like, listen, this is an impromptu trip. We weren't ready for it. We didn't plan it. We normally go and scope things out. We didn't get to do any of that. He was just like, let's stop here. We're going to go say hi to the girls, which was our group. Um, and then there was a point, yeah, that one of them was like just really, really stressed out and was like being a dick. And Tracy was like, these girls are in this room because of me right now. I'll take all my fucking girls with me and I'll get out of here right now. Give you luck with all these dudes. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. So, I mean, we didn't even, and there was like, I, again, her and I are sober. So like, we're watching like, stuff go on. I'm like, this is so awkward. I'm like, I'm, I'd rather just be down there with everybody else. Like, I don't need to be up here. And I, I know Don, cause, um, I went out to Falcor in Montana for a week and he was down there. So like, I I've known him before and like, he's a cool dude. He's super quiet and chill, but like, I'm not, I'm not fangirling. Like I'm good. Like nice to see you, sir. Um, appreciate I what was. you're doing. You gotta go. I was fangirling. I know you so were, you so were. <laughs> I was like, what? I get to meet this dude? All right, cool. Yep. Check out my jumpsuit, yo. Yep. <laughs> I gave him one of my stickers. <laughs> tell yeah. Dad to wear this I had to hear him. I, I brought that campaigns. up when I was talking to him. I was like, great. <laughs> I said, I saw you take a picture with one of my boys. He's like, that was a very interesting outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Awesome. I had run into Trump earlier at Shaw on Tuesday, I think. Don Jr. I keep, keep saying Trump. Don yeah. Jr. Trump Jr. Um, and he turned around and he is like, whoa, blue. And I ended up taking a picture with him, posted that on my stories. I said, hey, we come in all sizes, shapes, and then parentheses and colors. I said, I'm building an AR-15 today or tomorrow at, you know, Real Avid Booth. Come on by. Because I was like, because he was clearly like thinking blue hair, liberal. And when I saw him again in the suite that night, that's exactly what he said. He's all like, I can't tell anymore. You know, it's just, you think blue hair, liberal, blah, blah, blah. I'm all like, I get it. I'm not offended. I understand. But. The multi-mount is a simple yet flexible platform that allows you to conveniently mount your everyday items wherever you may need them. 
A rugged 1.5-inch belt locks into the mount, allowing the attachment of any item that uses a clip or belt loop. With the quick release tab, you can easily swap out essential gear as needed. Ideal for mounting comms, tourniquets, lights, firearms, and more. The options are almost limitless. The platform comes with two backer options, either 3M adhesive or cook backing, giving you adaptability and endless options on where you can mount your needed items. Access your essential equipment in your preferred configuration. Carry what you need, where you need, with our multi-mount platform, available now. For your exclusive Talking Lead listener discount, use the code LEADHEAD for 20% off at checkout. All right, let's do this. Let's go to listener questions. Um, and I don't know if any of you might know this or not, but I hadn't, I hadn't heard about it. Bonafide Breed, can we talk about the situation? He says, shit you at Circle Bar or is that off limits? So what happened at Circle Bar? I haven't heard fight. about this. There's a big fight, but Tracy knows more about it. Okay. I filmed it. Did yep. you? Oh, did, did you? you really? Yes. See, not nice. fired. Travis, I just messaged him and he's fired. <laughs> let's, let's he says hi. Let's see. Well, I filmed what it night? because last year I was standing two feet away from the big fight that happened at Circle Bar last year. And I could have pulled out my camera and I didn't. Missed that one too. And it ended up being this like war between USCCA people and Blue Force Gear people going back and forth about what really happened. Like USCCA didn't even think their guy was in it, you know? So whatever. So this year I recorded it and then that shit blew up. And I have tons of people hitting me up for that. Is it the same people? No, completely no. different people. This is like a veteran and tier tactical, mm -hmm. TYR tactical. I guess they were former employees of tier tactical. Hold your phone up and show us the video. Um, what I'm night talking, was that? I'm talking to you on that phone Wednesday night oh, after. Uh, phone. <laughs> um, somebody actually posted it because I saw it going around on someone's oh, page. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, heard I mean, someone had that, a different version, not my yeah. version. But I mean, you know, all you see is at the point that you see is there. Um, there's one of the guys breaks up the original fight, and people like fall on the ground, and then the main guy that broke up the fight, and he was not trying to fight; he was just trying to hold the other guy down because he just didn't want anyone to get hurt or anything like that. Um, he lets the other guy up. But then that other guy goes after that other guy again. And um, I've heard so many stories about it in comments. Like some people say it was because it was a ra racist uh, comment. I mean, uh, Tracy, you'll obviously know more. Um, but I guess it was it, it it was going on for a little bit before it actually like popped off. So okay, um, it, it ain't so not show without where, drama. Damn straight. I missed the part where they were talking shit because it you know it gets loud around Circle Bar and you're not paying attention. But um, when the fight started, I put up my phone, I walked over, cause I was as close as you can possibly be. And I'm recording when they hit the ground to the guy that was trying to pull him off of um, the rest of the fight. And when I look at the video, well, let's, let's take a step back. As I'm recording them on the floor, I look over to the other group that are tussling on the floor and a hook, I think it was a hooker. <laughs> I'm not 100%. You know how there's hookers hanging out. I swear it was a hooker. She sits on top of them. But I'm recording this way because they're fighting in front of me. I look over and the hooker sits down on top of that fight. 
What does she charge for that? And falls backwards pretty much on her head. Like dramatically, on, almost like on purpose. Like, uh, I, yeah, paid. I don't know why. And I end up moving my camera that way. And some girl comes over and pulls her skirt down. Her thong was all showing and stuff. And I look at the video and the guy who was on the bottom, this guy was on top, big guy on top of him. And then the veteran was on the other veteran. The, the one that got attacked was on top of him. And it's, it's Devin. I know Devin. I've known Devin for years. So um, Devin was on top of the two of them. The other guy pulls Devin off. They hit the floor near me. That's where I'm filming. I see the chick fall backwards. I'm like, what the fuck? I film over here. The guy on the very bottom had the big dude in a guillotine choke. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, but I don't know what is going on here right now. But, um, yeah, Devin it was from, uh, from Canada. What did you say? I said Devin from Canada. Devin, Devin lives here. Oh, okay. He's Devin. the one in the sling. He's the one-armed guy. He got injured in a bike, a motorcycle accident or something a few years ago. I remember when all that, that so happened. So apparently the video's floating around out there. So if you guys want to try to find that, I guess, I don't know how you'd find it, but circle bar. I went to bed early. It was up and it got taken down as far as I know. Yeah. There was, I saw three different videos and then they kept pulling them down. Yeah. Who pulled them down? But, in social media, Instagram? It said uh, post was removed by uh, the user, so whoever posted it evidently pulled it down. You think Shot Show was telling them or asking them to pull it down? Shit, they I have respond. no idea. Um, everything I read about the guy who started the fight is that he actually does this frequently. I don't know. Like, He's a it's not his first time like starting shit for no reason. I gotcha. Tongue for Tristan, so, what's going to be on the purchase list now after seeing what these companies are now offering? So out of all the stuff that you guys went there and did you add anything to your list? You're like, I got to have this. I want this. Paul? Yeah, I've decided to sell all of my gas operated rifles and swap them out for lever actions. <laughs> I right love there. me a lever action, buddy. Yeah, Arrow, Air Precision released a lever action this year. And then I saw that Falcor Defense did a 50 cal. But yeah. here's the thing. Everybody keeps asking me Henry's what I saw there. at SHOT Show. And I'm not joking when I say I'm bummed out how my SHOT Show really went because I didn't see enough stuff. I didn't see everybody I wanted to see. I didn't see all the booths I wanted to see. And I didn't look at stuff. Like, Same. I, I don't even know how to explain where the time you, went, but when you walk around it's with not me, possible Ashley anymore. Scarlett, what'd you say? It's not possible anymore. The way it's you everything is before so spread out. No. Um, yeah, the upstairs, they they, they tripled, yeah. doubled, or tripled the size of the Caesars Forum. Because last year, I, I saved Friday for Caesars Forum. And this year, I thought, well, I'll go over there and, and I'll cover it. And, of course, they doubled it or tripled it this year. And so I, I walked in there realizing there's no possible way I'm going to, I'm going to cover this. So it's just, thank the Lord they did away with the, with the hallway tables 
but oh, yeah. that 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 was just asinine. That whole hallway table thing was asinine. But you still got the ante rooms. You have the side rooms. You have the basement. Now you've got Caesars. It's just so spread out. There's no possible way. So I don't even try. I just go to try and see my friends and and talk to acquaintances and business partners, and, and uh, that's it. I used to go when it was in the old convention center, and I could – when it was in the original Las Vegas convention center, yeah. in four days, I would literally hit every single aisle, and I would cover everything I needed to cover, and Friday afternoon was my finish up, you know, who did I miss? Uh, but it's it's not possible anymore. And they, and they keep saying, oh, we want to grow it. We want to grow it. Just just pump the brakes for five seconds. You don't need to grow it. Mm-hmm. Calm down. You've already if got to grow it. Memberships. They need to add another day. Unfortunately, people don't want another day, but needs most people day. are gone by Friday anyway. Just do. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because there's not another day. If there was one more day, they would stay one more day. Just do two smaller shot shows instead of just one big one. Yeah, no shit. If that's what but they want to do, but I think there's enough shows that go on throughout the year that, uh, and they're adding more. Yeah, and they're adding more that the shot show. One SCI is going on right now. Yeah, I was there yesterday. I went there yesterday. Then I'm headed to Great American. NBS or something and something. NBS starts tomorrow here in Fort Worth. Then Great American. American. This Saturday, I'm headed. That's ten days long. Yep. And then I get back from that. I had to. Enforce Tech in Nuremberg, followed up by IWA, and then come back and then hit the other little shows. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of gun shows out there, but but I did see something that was okay. pretty cool. Let's hear it. Uh, Henry came out with their lever action five five six Magfed. I don't want to hear about it. Magfed, <laughs> thanks for covering that, Evan. <laughs> Way to go, Evan. Yeah. Were you hung over? No. No, that not. thing that thing is pretty badass. Uh Ruger had some pretty cool stuff. Uh Ruger Marlin, their dark series, uh Smith and 1895. Um they have the quite a few new rifles over at Ruger. Then uh Benelli, they got a bolt action 300, 308 coming out. So there was quite a few new stuff, but there was also a lot of stuff that manufacturers just knocked off from someone last year mm-hmm. and put different lipstick on that pig and trying to sell it as their new model. But that's every year. You mean like Smith & Wesson and Keltec? <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. Thank God that Smith & Wesson was making lever actions this year. That way they didn't have to send their R&D team over to Keltec to, to figure not- out what they were going to make. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's cute. Well, they, they between just, Ruger and Smith and Wesson, if Caltech didn't exist, they wouldn't know what the hell to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shotgun right there is what you're talking about, Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, did they did they discontinued that? Didn't they? The Smith did they Wesson? discontinue it, or did they just recall it and then? Yeah, I think they just had to recall. Evan, did you shoot the um, the Daniel Defense pistol? No, I didn't shoot it. I messed around with it at the booth. It's uh, I don't know. I wasn't thrilled on it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty high. I heard price. it's yeah. like a cross between a twenty eleven and a Glock. Isn't it the Hudson? Didn't they just take the Hudson? It's the Hudson. They bought the it, Hudson. Right, it is the Hudson. It's, it's the yep. Hudson. That's what it is. <laughs> 
And, and I don't know what kind of crack they're smoking. It's like the Hudson failed for a reason. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a DD on it and call it the They failed because the guy wasn't a good businessman is the major reason they failed. But uh, Dear Lord, with people can buy really high-quality 9 mils for $499. And you're like, well, we're going to sell you one for 1000 Like. Uh, are you though speaking of uh i am building my first polymer 90 oh this is scary dude whatever (laughs) does it have a serial number on it no it's a it's an 80 percenter this is the first one that i've done a pistol first pistol that i've done you've just been flagged and I don't give a shit. I'm always flagged. It's been nice talking to you, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you remember Lefty? He left. <laughs> yeah. These aren't illegal. These are legal. These are completely for legal. the moment. Depends on who you ask. Completely. Yeah. Depends on who you ask. But this is a eighty uh, percent arms one, and I gotta say they they it's a piece of shit because their holes don't line up with their their pieces. So I gotta figure out some. Some milling. You didn't have to drill the holes yourself. No, I drilled the holes perfectly straight. But when you put the the slides in, the the metal slides in, it doesn't go down far enough to line up with the holes. Everything else lines up. All the just parts. heat up the pins with a torch and drop them in. Oh fuck, dude! That's, that a- <laughs> That's maybe what I did. Dude, just from it when you pull the trigger the first time. Oh, please. Uh, Dude, all right, fl- does it have a blank so are plate? You supposed to, are you supposed to carve out the inside for the locking block to drop in or it just drops in? No, all I had to do was drill the holes. Uh, and then and then all these had tabs on it. So I had to I had to file the tabs down. There was like Well, have you gone to wish.com and gotten your little block that attaches to the rear yet? Wish.com. <laughs> Oh, this is that's, that's good. the main part. <laughs> and the the oil filter for my threaded barrel. Yeah, yeah the Napa oil filter. Yeah. yeah. So I got my upper belt. So so one one thing I saw at the show that I wanted to mention was uh, the PWS booth. That's Primary Weapon Systems. They came out with a barrel that has they call the evacuator, but it's pretty much like um like a large portion of the barrel that looks just like a tank barrel. And it creates like a vacuum effect and it pushes the gases outward. PWS does a lot of like piston driven stuff. Um, and so they came up with this. That's Sounds like, like a, a long toilet. stroke modified piston. The evacuator. It's a new toilet. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, awesome. We though. released our new product. Well, yeah, that's true. That was one of the cool ones. Talk about that. I was hung over when I saw you, so I don't really remember. Oh, I can tell, dude. Betty Ford was <laughs> calling and you weren't answering. Yeah. I wasn't picking that call up. Anyways, that that PWS, that thing was pretty slick. Yeah, we got the new quiet explosive. It is a uh, Firebird target that has all the flash smoke, but only 65 decibels. I want to know why you didn't call it the queef. Obviously. (laughs) This one was a staple gun? Dude. No staple gun. Oh, God. No drilling it to the tree. It will go off. Hmm. Yeah, we have to put more disclaimers on because people are getting dumber. I bet they're not legal in New York. They are. They are? Yes, they are. There you go. Not California. I had an idea. Which means that it's coming because anything that 
freaking Daddy California, California does, does. Also fucking New York. So, yep. <laughs> so Ton, I had an idea. We could take some of your targets and just throw them in the bottom of clearing barrels and just wait and see what happens. <laughs> please, please do that and put a camera up, please. Oh, be just, epic. you know, it's like so, Peter Griffin. Just throw it in there and just and toss now it we in. Wait. <laughs> and now we wait. Oh, my God. This is going to be freaking epic. No, we need wait. to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I want to do this. Uh, Ton, do you want to give away um, some of your new targets to one of the, the participants here? Well, we have to wait for DOT approval to transport. That's okay. the only thing we're waiting on. Okay. Well, how about some of your old targets then? Let's go pick them up. Yeah, to anybody other than California. To anybody other than California. There you go. Um, so we're going to do this last question, and then we'll pick a winner for for the giveaway. Um, Mustang Perry wants to know everybody's opinions on the ammo shortage rumors going around. And who wants to kick that off? Dude, there's not a freaking shortage. It costs be. more money to get ammo. They're Suck it up, Buttercup. They're holding it. Okay, so you're I, saying they're holding it. No, I, I know that they're holding it because yeah. we, we get pre-orders. So we have one of the largest ammo budgets in all of New York State. Like where my territory is, we have the largest. So we always order like at least six to eight months ahead of time extra just to have it. Okay. Because we, we do these range days every month. And they literally, one of the guys that works there literally told us that they are told to hold it. Why? So it's not about a shortage. Who knows? Yeah. The government literally says you can only send out a certain amount at a time. I honestly, my true opinion, if you guys really want my true opinion, yeah. I, oh, yeah. the government believes that we are on, on the edge of a revolution, which we fucking are. Um, and they believe that when everyone went out and cleaned house, buying guns, buying ammo, that they were like, we're going to get overthrown. And so they said to main your manufacturers, listen, you are limited to how much you send. Obviously send to military and law enforcement first. But anybody else, you are limited to what you send. This is how much you can send per month. And that's it. And they're out of cap for it because they have it. It was like they literally were told to stop. They had it in their warehouse and could not send it to us. Like there was a, a, a point in time where like, we're not going to, we're, we're using now ammo that we had stashed from last year to qualify. And they still were like, hey, we can't send this. We can't send it yet. We can't send it yet. It's coming. It's coming. So that's Who's absolute your, bullshit. Who do you buy your ammo from? I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Can't say. Well, then it's hearsay. The, Your Honor, that's hearsay. Throw it out. I, I hereby. Are you a judge, sir? Just to strike the, uh, to strike the so. comments. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> thank you. Tracy, what's thank your opinion? Thank you, Tom. What's your theory thank on you. it? I. Oh. What's my theory? Yeah, what's your theory on that? Um, I, I, I got to lean somewhat towards what um, Ashley's saying, but that the fact that we are um, on the verge of some kind of war, whether it be the civil war or war with other countries, that the government is trying to control the ammo supply. Okay. Ton, you got a, you got a theory on it? Ammo, if you just do a little searching, yes, it may be a little bit more difficult to get, but I've had no problems. I just have to pay a little more. I mean, I burn over 4,000 rounds of AK 7.62 by 3.9 last month. I'm a little over 4,000 rounds in 22. I just bought eight boxes of 4.10. It cost me a lot more. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's out there. Forty-five seventy is absolutely horrible to buy. It's out there and, right now. It's yeah, out there right now. It. I've been buying ammo this whole time because I have to for content and testing. Yeah. It's so, just costing more. So Evan works in. Uh, in a major guns, I don't know. I think we've talked about it before, but anyway, yeah. Uh, from that aspect of it, what are you seeing, and what's what's your take on it? Um, I'm seeing more ammo come in. I see more and more throughout the months. Uh, we're we're able to stock all of our shelves. Uh, we have like certain sales that go on on some of it. Um, clearly, the prices have gone up from you know five years ago, but yeah. I haven't really seen much of an ammo shortage except for my favorite caliber, that's five four five. So you know. Okay. A little upset so, with those. You need to get it from Marco. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, supposedly. Millions of pallets. <laughs> I'm not mine. What so are you, me, what me, are you me, waiting for? I got mine. Let me pose this to you. So I need his number. Call me. There is a, there's Marco. a war up. going on in Israel. <coughs> Huge war, war going on in Israel. There's one going on in Ukraine. Uh, we've got shit going on in Iran now. That's that's bubbling and boiling up. Syria and Jordan. Syria and Jordan. Um, a lot more larger conflicts than normally happen are going on right now that require a lot more gunpowder. Right? So I'm yeah, just, that can I'm definitely just, do it. I'm just throwing this it's also, out. It's, there. Not, the, the it's not the cases and it's not the bullets, it's primers and powder. It, which these people are requiring a lot more and asking for a lot more ammo. And, you know, this is, you know, suppliers from worldwide, which we get ours from, you know, the export. So don't you, don't you think maybe that might cause an upcoming short? I'm not saying we have one now. I mean, obviously we don't, I mean, you're right, you can go out and you pretty much get anything that you want right now. I mean, I finally, got, price. Some, I finally got some 30, 30. Yeah, I finally got some thirty thirty the other day. You know, damn glad to get it. But uh, with all these conflicts that are going on worldwide, don't don't you think maybe that's going to affect our availability in the future? I think it could, like you said, with prices and then with everyone trying to grab the same exact you know materials to make stuff. It, it absolutely could. It's like anything. It's like anything. Not, not even just you know rounds. It could be food. It could be anything when it, we get to a certain point. Yeah. Um, but if you don't think that the government somehow has their hand in how all of this is going, absolutely you're sadly mistaken. No, I absolutely do. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, them bastards always got their hand in something to fuck they, us. They shut off the Lake City supply. Yes. That was deliberate and purposeful. The the five the the seven and six was just a way to fuck an American gun owner. They're like, Oh, the Americans like getting this cheap overseas ammo. How can we fuck them? Uh, Russia's bad and they're and they're mean and they say mean things. So let's ban Russian ammo. It, it's it's all just to punish the American gun owner. Uh, I've I've talked to manufacturers and they said that their biggest concern is the biggest concern we have in America is that we we can't build. They won't the EPA won't let them build powder factories. So we're dependent on European powder, Canadian powder, Australian powder. And the manufacturers I talked to said that all the Australian powder production is going to military contracts. Ditto with Canada. So if all the Canadian powder or the majority of it and all the Australian powder is going first and foremost to military contracts and we're still reliant on overseas powder supply, 
because we just can't make enough and they won't let us make more factories. They won't let us, you know, the EPA won't let them. It's like, it's like oil refineries. When's the last time they built an oil refinery in the United States? They're not allowed because the EPA fucking shuts them down. So that's, that is going to be the choke off point. The choke off point is going to be powder. We make primers. We make primers. And if we can yeah. convince people to make, stop making stupid cartridges like the 30 super, we could put small pistol primers in a nine millimeter where they're supposed to be. Ton, I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. God, that was great. But that's Why are we to coming up about? with new pistol calibers and we can't even make enough nine? But the, the truth of the matter is, though, if you shop around, um, you can get it. It's right it's now. not free. right now. You can get it's, it right now. You it, can it's, get it. it's it's not available. free and it's not cheap. It's like I'm looking at the future. Hey. You know, you got to look at what's going on. And you got to plan for the future. You know, you you gotta you gotta be like three four steps ahead in what's going on. But I'm just throwing that out there. So that's a uh, uh, a good question. So let's do. That. I know I know Tracy's got a birthday thing to get to so let's wrap this up you keep, you keep saying that but she's still here she's get. i know but she's being very nice she's being <laughs> i i do I gotta get going <laughs> my friends are like where are you so birthday girl pick a number between one and 20 and that is going to be the winner of tons firebird targets 17 17 let's uh hey hey what hey lefty let's do two because i've got one of these coins from canic and then i've got a whole bag of swag oh, that I want to give away. Panic coin. Okay, we'll do we'll do so, the swag. We'll do the swag and the coin in another episode. So. All right, all right. I just want to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> Way too much. It, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so the winner is drum roll, please. You said seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, bonafide breed. He's the one who asked about the circle bar. So. That brought up a good conversation. Oh. So, as long as you're not in California. Do you have a chat going or something? Like, what, where is that coming from? Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a uh, post gee. before every episode asking for listener questions. Let them know who's on. Yeah. I tagged you, or Evan tagged you, I think. Did yeah, you? girl. Even reshared it. Okay. I, I, I don't doubt that. That doesn't mean I'm how aware. Old, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> How old did you turn? Are you like 80? You getting senile? Yes. Yes. 24. So Bonafide Breed, email me, talkingletgmail.com. Tell me what you won. And obviously, we're going to need your address. But if you're in a state that you can't have these, then you can't have it, and we'll get you something else. Send it my way. Send it your way. Move. There you go. I've got lots of fake followers I can sell it to. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even check my followers, Ton. I feel... A little insulted. I only check followers for those that show up to appointments on time. Uh, okay, I'll take that one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> final thoughts, uh, shot show. Final thoughts. Anybody? I'll go around the table. Paul, what's your final thought on shot show this year? Uh, I really am worried about our industry. Uh, the industry grew too fast, and it, it wasn't organic. It was based on fear and GWAT. GWAT's over, and you can only go so far on fear. And quite frankly, there's more manufacturers of widgets, gidgets, this is a match, than there are customers to support them. So what's going to happen is there's going to be a great purge where companies are just falling by the wayside. And some of them might be companies that we like and we appreciate, uh, but you know, every one of them, they're, they're all cutting their marketing budgets. They're all slashing 
they're all slashing and burning. And, and quite frankly, most of them are slashing and burning in the wrong places. So we're going to see in the next couple of years a huge drop in the number of manufacturers, whether it's holsters, parts, gear, black rifles, you know, yellow rifles, red rifles, blue rifles, whatever the fuck. Uh, we're going to see that. And you know, the NSSF is always, they always try and paint a happy, smiley face on everything. Oh, it's the biggest and greatest. Every fucking shot show for the last 27 years has been the biggest, the greatest, the most successful show in the history of the world. Um, and I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but the fact of the matter is, is a lot of people, those contracts expired, they poof, they they went gone away. Uh, I know a lot of people that were working for companies uh, that thought, hey, this is going to be the company I work for until I retire. And now they're all jumping ship, getting new jobs, going other places, <laughs> ammo makers. Uh, the fact that CZ is coming in and buying up half the fucking American, you know, have, you know when you've got a, a companies like Federal, CCI, and so forth that are on the ch on the block for foreign sales, you know, uh, that's that's concerning. Yeah. Why would they even why would they even be entertaining offers from other, you know, from Europe if everything is great? Because everything really isn't great. Um, so that's the reality of the world that we live in. Uh, by now, if you don't have all the shit you need to make you happy and and whole and to feel comfortable, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you've been doing for the last five years, but we refer to it as offsite storage. Yeah, Tracy, your take. Yeah. Final thoughts. My take. Final thoughts. what? Final final shot show thoughts. Oh, um, everyone I talked to said shot show was awesome for them. Um, I, I definitely agree with Paul. I think that a lot of people bought a lot of CNC machines and they bought a lot of um, stuff during during COVID when sales were insane. That two years, sales were through the roof um, and they overbought. And so there's a big recovery period. I feel like we're in this recovery period, so which is why I'm surprised that SHOT Show was so great for everybody. Um, it has to also, I'm sure, do with election years because we go through this four-year cycle. And I think that um, it, it's really funny when you think about everything when it comes to the firearms industry. We, we all, we want a Republican in office and everybody wants Trump in office, but the minute Trump is in office, our industry suffers. The sales go down. People aren't, they're not scared anymore. They feel comfortable. So then our industry suffers as a result of that. So on one hand, we no longer have to deal with, you know, fighting for um, getting our guns taken away from us, but now we have to fight for business. So we're in this very weird catch 22 situation constantly. Um, so which is why when everybody said how great SHOT Show was this year, I was like, I was very surprised by it. But I mean, it felt like an old SHOT Show. It felt like like pre-2020 SHOT Show. So it was great. I had a great time. Evan. Hey. Uh, I loved it. Um, I got a shout out Huxworks for getting me down there. Shout out Lefty for getting me the creds to get in. Um, 
it was a ton of fun and uh i can't wait for next year all you guys are like bitching about oh like friday was like terrible i want that thing like two weeks i don't care i just want to walk around and meet all these people uh that's all about the people i love like making those connections seeing friends from last year and just tons and tons of really cool people shout out mission first tactical for the nuclear mags and those guys are super rad they're really Really nice to me when I went Shout to the out for your challenge coin. Times. You got your big ass challenge coin. Yeah, well, I gotta send. I got a couple of them. I gotta send them out. Yeah. So you know, giving them away. Got I got like five bags of swag to give away. So I don't want any of them to be like coins. two patches. <laughs> I got the the Barbie patches from Huxworks. Did you oh guys yeah, those? they're awesome. Did you see that they're going for like a hundred and sixty dollars on eBay right now? Are you kidding me? Oh, no, one right. of my buddies was like, "Yo, I tried to get you this patch, but it's like literally up to almost two hundred dollars." And I was to, like, "Never mind, eBay. don't get it." Yes, I go. No, 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 I, I want the Barbie one. Oh, you got I the Ken too, you one. bastard. Uh, one hundred and sixty bucks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the Ken, and I'll forgive you for flaking on me. Oh, perfect. Man. You take All the right. Ken, I'll take the Barbie. <laughs> But yeah, I had a lot of fun. So I want to just thank everybody for being so kind. Even the guy who yelled at me said, hey, freak. That was really cool. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that have been yeah, you know who I'm talking about, Paul. <laughs> Where, you were at the, uh, Paul was at uh, the car booth. And I was walking by and he's like, yo, freak. And I just turned around. I'm like, hey, Paul. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm glad you turned over at that. I'm like, yeah, I knew who I was talking about. Ashley. <laughs> Uh, so again, I have to say that my shot show, I also believe it was, um, it's like almost like COVID never happened. Now we've gotten back to it. There's been a ton of businesses. Um, I could not see everything, which was a bummer again, walking around with Tracy and some of the other girls. If, if one isn't getting stopped, the other is. So, um, it was hard, but we did keep each other on track. Like, like we got five minutes, like, let's go, like, let's move on. Um, and we helped each other introduce each other to new companies too. Like maybe some that she didn't know or some that I didn't know she would introduce me and vice versa. So it was very successful for me. Um, but I am, my whole point of going out there is to, to see my friends. I love to see them once a year. There's never a chance that our paths will cross like that. Cause we're all coming from the entire like United States around, around the country to get there. So, um, but I, I did have a blast. Like we had fun at the industry parties. That was pretty cool. Um, got to meet a bunch of new people and make, um, new friendships and relationships. So, Hopefully um, that leads me. And I'm also like towards the end of my career. So this is like getting to like retirement, um, believe it or not. So I'm the relationships that I made, hopefully potentially can push me just like some sort of retirement job down the road. So that's also kind of like where my mind is going. So that was a very successful part as well. Good deal. A lot of networking. Good deal. Yes. Ton from a vendor perspective. It was actually really good on traffic wise. Absolutely on insane on the beggar wise that had nothing to provide ROI, but I got to actually go around, see a lot of vendors, a lot of companies. I am worried about the future of shot because I have a feeling within five years, it's going to be a swap meet. It's going to be just another great American outdoor show. I did see a lot of non-industry booths more than ever this year. Um, clothing, Random Reebok was there. Yeah, it that was weird. Who? It's Reebok. Reebok yeah. was there. Holy shit! Yeah, they've opened it up now. You don't really need to be industry to be a shot anymore, which is kind of concerning. Um, but business wise, it was really good. It was really good. I got to see a lot of people I don't 
usually get to see except for at trade shows and the food in Vegas, you can't go wrong. Dude, that place has some of the most amazing food ever. I actually really enjoyed it other than the acid reflux and chugging bottles of Pepto because let's be real. I want to eat whatever I can, try everything I can, have as much fun as I can. I didn't drink much, but I still end up with acid reflux. The show was overall pretty damn good. Did you try any of the restaurants that I suggested? You know, I was sending you those. No, I had to hit. I had to hit all the my usuals. I went to Kumi. I went to Delmonico's. I think two or three times. So Tracy lives there. So what's like locals in Vegas? What's a locals restaurant that's like you would recommend people to go to? It's not a tourist thing. Cleaver or Herbs and Rye, that is, uh, um, they both are owned by the same people and they're a bomb ass steakhouse. Cleaver. Love is going there. Cleaver. Um, my, favorite, my favorite sushi restaurant is Jenga. Um, it's all you can eat sushi. Oh, my favorite Korean <laughs> barbecue. Huh? I love sushi. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My favorite Korean barbecue is. Um, uh, B1 and like the Holoson guys go there every year when they're here. And um, yeah, no, I have like this whole laundry list of places that I love anything made by someone with slanted eyes. I could say that I got slanted eyes. <laughs> He's done. Um, <laughs> I love that. But, uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of time in Chinatown in Vegas. I can't get away with that. Well, we're going to have to try that next time we go, definitely. Sounds amazing. I can. All right, well, I want to say, I want to thank you to everybody for taking the time to join. Um, Officer Ashley, thank you for taking the time to join. I know that uh, you're you know, later time than us, than everybody else. So, uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was very nice meeting you guys. Part past your bedtime, I'm sure. And, uh, I'm a midnight sergeant. You're a I midnight. stay up all night. Ah, okay. All night. When you guys tuck yourselves in in your little feety pajamas, I'm still up. Well, I would love to have you back one, on, it's a one back on the <laughs> show and let's talk more about you and what you do and your career and, uh, you know, the fitness that you do. And, uh, absolutely. Anytime. We'd love to have you back on. Tracy, Thank you for taking the time to be on, uh, especially this being your birthday. I mean, that was so amazing of you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm about to run out the door and go to the roller skating rink. I know that sounds childish, but I, I oh, roller skate yeah. all the time. The most sounds awesome. dangerous roller skater in the world right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Paul, what? always thank you, sir, for, for being on. Uh, your, your wisdom, your input is always welcome here, and the Leadheads love you. Oh, you're welcome. And you're going to let me promote the, the university? Promote it. Pitch. Pitch away. Go to Student of the Gun University. We might be coming here. We're going to be in Tennessee. We're going to be in Texas. We're going to be in Wyoming. We're going to be in Utah. We were just in Las Vegas. We're going to be back at the Pro Gun Club in the very near future to do training. So nice. go to SOTGU.com. S-O-T-G-U.com. Got it. You're on a group email together, so you guys can uh, get in touch with one another there. So. Uh, ton, buddy, you're like, my, you're like my new co-host, so I'll probably see you next episode. Probably. 
But uh, thank you. Join every time. Appreciate uh, you taking care of the leadheads with the giveaway there this this episode. Uh, and then Evan, my man. Hello. We appreciate you going and representing Talking Lead and getting all the great coverage and making the connections with, with Ashley and Tracy. And there's so many other more people that, that you make connections with that we're going to get on the show. And uh, So thank you it was for... The, it was the track suit. That's what did it. Thank you for taking one for the team. I mean, you It really... was. It was that suit. I was like, damn. Boom, yeah. <laughs> he is styling and profiling. That might be our official uniform from here on out when we go to SHOT Show. But I needed the break. So I appreciate you going and, and picking up my slack. So thank yep. you for that. I didn't miss thank shot you. at all other than the people. When I go to shot, I'm like you guys. I love going and seeing my friends yeah. hanging out and do, you know doing all the fun stuff. So uh, let us go, go and give Tracy a follow. Go and give uh, Ashley a follow. What are your Instagrams? Tracy Guns, T-R-A-C-Y-G-U-N-S. And mine is Officer Ashley Smith. Very good. And everybody knows Ton and, and Flood, where they're at. Uh, until the next episode, Leadheads, we're going to go ahead and sign off here because I know Tracy's just, just dying to go. So you got to go roller skate. Keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. Out. Classy. Out. Thanks, everybody. That was a great show. Hell yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. This is the longest podcast I've done in my life, and we like literally could have kept going at least another hour. I know I had to cut it up. The slant I'd come. (laughs) (laughs) So good.